huevo que sí, pues. Con el compita Beto Pérez, up in this motherfucker today, man. Shit, right here. We can cuss, right? Shit, fuck, fuck, ass, fuck. Yeah. You said midget earlier. I don't know about that. <laughs> Small person, brother. Small person. Yeah, man, this is this is a uh, música de mi de mi pasado, bro. You are this? This is you. Mande? This is you. Yeah, this is me when I was like little little guy. Everyone makes fun of me. You just play that shit because you just love reminiscing. Yeah, motherfucker, I love listening to the shit I did when I was 18. <laughs> Ooh, back yeah. in my days, mm. I used to wake up, me levantaba en la mañana, me agarraba los huevos, te mm. miraba los ojos y te decía, pues fuck you, que viva el rock, que viva el rock, wey. <laughs> <laughs> bro. I mean, we're old now. You're, yeah, you're telling me you're, you're fucking 37. 37. Oh, Why we gotta start off with my age, man? Cause man, I, we, we're bringing it back. We, we're going to take it back to the beginning, the yeah. the, the the inception of San Isidro to where you are now, and todo el pedo in All between. Right. As long as we can turn the headphones off, because I can't really hear myself. Oh shit! Check one, two, checkity check. I mean, I stop perfect. Perfectamente. Sordo. Ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Emo Brown podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper. Grasshopper. Oh hell no, oh, not this episode, bro. Not this. You episode. fucked up, you, dog. Y'all fucked no, up. No, sabes que wait. I, I just no went. I, I just no went. went. And this is this brought to you by only El Hopper. Porque grass no salió. El grass nunca llegó. <laughs> Pinchy handicap hopper stayed in that place. Pinchy I got handicap whiskey, hopper. fool. No, I, I need weed ski. Weed ski? No, pues ahorita aguanta. How about gum skis? No, no, tampoco. No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Shit, man, I just went to Grasshopper yesterday to pick up some stuff. I got shit to do man bro you should have told me if you would have told me hey steve like come on hook me up i would have brought it at that the trago el pinche emo brown bong todo el pedo pero la cagada next time this next time fun, this is funny because i never talk about weed openly but we're here i don't is think it, my mom i don't think my mom uh, would be tuned in no? no bro my mom has learned so much about me listening to this the first time she told me mijo escuché tu podcast i was like yeah valió verga. <laughs> i didn't know you felt that way i was like oh man <laughs> Oh, Grasshopper, thank you very much for always supporting us and standing by our side through thick and thin. Yeah. <laughs> Aquí estamos hoy con el compita. Hey, Pedro Perez. Kelly Burrito. What's up, brother? It's nice to fucking see you, dog. Hey, watch out. Hey, what's up? Hey, you know what's what I up? like doing? I'm going to tell you the freakiest, <laughs> the freakiest shit in America, bro. I like playing. When I'm having sex, I like having a... Um, this is a family show. Love, this is a family show. Family show. Hanky panky. When we're doing the hanky panky, I like playing uh, uh, live concerts. So he claps every two, three minutes, just like it did that <laughs> Dude, that's a short-ass concert. Every two to three minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> every two to three minutes. Gracias, You're getting up. You're getting dressed like, oh, damn, that was a long-ass concert. Babe, it's only been seven minutes. Oh, my God. Oh, the song never ended. <laughs> oh, my Didn't bad. she stay away to heaven? <laughs> What's up, fool? Nah, just chilling, man. What's today? Today is a Tuesday. It's a weekend after Fourth of July. Fucking no cuetes this year. Shit. Uh, I'm gonna talk about cuetes, fool. The real cuetes. The real cuetes showing up on Third Avenue, homie. I, I know you were there. No, actually, I was not. No, no, yeah, maybe I either. I had packed oh, up. I was dog. gone, bro. But it's, uh, it, yeah, I was. Uh, I had just walked away like two minutes prior to that. So that's that's wild. We'll man. get into P- that. People we'll are running wild, that. wild west out here. Hey, that's what I was gonna say. So you've been in this game for a minute, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're talking about you've been in the game since 2002. Um, on, the, on the radio, yeah, I've been DJing since shit. Uh, I was 14, bro. I was, uh, 97, 98. Somewhere around, around the party scene times and here, uh, border town, Tijuana, San Diego, Rosarito, Ensenada, uh, Riverside, LA, like all that, man. Yeah. Fucking border town, R- Riverside. Shit, they ain't hey, no that, border there, homie. That's still, that's still border town. It's still, nah. That ain't no border town, fool. Nah, okay, okay, okay. Nice. So you were born and raised in uh, San Diego, Southside, San Isidro. In, uh, I was born in Tijuana, mm. uh, 1983, in, in El Conventorio de Tijuana, where all the nuns are at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, I was uh, raised all over Mexico, all over California. California, but you know, San Diego's where my heart's at. I've been here for 30 years. 
Ain't never leaving or what? Uh, yeah, at some point. You yeah, know, just, that's just, a goal? Just, no, that's not a goal. No, the goal is to, to retire here. But, you know, you got to go and venture off and try something different. Um, uh, fortunately, it's not unfortunate, but it's fortunately that I've been blessed to, to have a, a career here in San Diego for now, a job, you know, so that's why I haven't left. But if I didn't have a situations that I'm in here currently with, uh, you know, radio and, and mom being here as well, I, I would definitely be in a different, different neighborhood. Different, Bro, different the older I've gone, the more I... <laughs> I don't know if it went for you, but me growing up, like I've always very, I'm very family oriented, yeah. bro. Con los quefitos, con mi abuelita, con mi abuelitos, todos, you know, yeah. like very, and then there was that awkward stage, you know, and I was like, cuando era rockero, bro, you know, and then, and, and, <laughs> and I was just kind of like aloof, you know, I wasn't really like as, as drawn into the family dynamic as I was when I was little and how I am now. But now, bro, it's like, I, I like you said, oh, my mom's here. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's everything, you know, like at this point, because they're getting much older and I'm starting to understand how, how life works and, and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, man, that's important to me now, you know, but it wasn't important to me. Ten, not that it wasn't important 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just wasn't looking at it at the same angle. We, we look at life through a different scope yeah. as, as the decades pass. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, invite you to the Denny's to get hey, the senior man, discount. Hey, man, can I please get my milk a little warm? <laughs> bro. It's like, I get it. But, you know, I, I see my mom now taking care of my abuelita yeah. and I'm like, fuck, OK. Sooner or later, that baton's gonna get tossed to my sister and to myself to take care of my parents. It's just, it's for me, bro. I'm soft now. I guess the bottom of the story, the root of is, is being soft, bro. Because now I have children. And everything I do, I'm like, I'm walking on eggshells. I don't want to piss anybody off. Antes, you like, yeah, fuck that motherfucker. Everything, Now he's like, hey, man, I apologize for the inconvenience, yeah. man. I'm, I'm sorry that I said uh, your hair's fucked up. Uh, Back then, it'd be like, no, bro, la verga, pinche yeah, pelo, fuck your la, hair. La, la, la vaca, <laughs> <See? you know? laughs> but it's true, man. I feel like the older we've gone, and, and you more than anybody, you've been in, in, in the center of all this, being in media, be, being in radio, being in just in, in the eye of, of things that people are part of. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the history, how, oh. how you how you got into this business, why you got into this business, why the fuck are you still in this business, yeah. bro? Uh, that's the question I ask myself all the time. See, and, it, and it boils down to me just really enjoying and loving what I do and uh, having a passion for it. And uh, uh, I started in uh, radio 2002. I was uh, still in high school. I was 17 years old. I used to crank call. Uh, is it prank or crank? Crank. Mm, crank is prank. cuando no puedes dormir. Prank <laughs> is no sé, güey. <laughs> crank, I used to prank call um, this guy named uh, Vic. His name's Victor. He was a morning show producer for uh, Greg and Delina on Magic 92.5. And uh, I started hitting him up when I was like 16. And he was like, oh, dude, like, fuck. He got tired of me bugging him for about a year and a half. Finally, he said, you know what? You've been very persistent, man. He's like, I need a kid from the hood. Uh, he's like, come in for an interview. I went in for an interview. The dude was all about it. He was like, bro, I never met somebody who had me so much music knowledge of this shit and who was passionate and actually cared, you know, for old school music. I was like, bro, that's my shit. Uh, so he brought me on board. I started interning when I was 17 for Magic Guy 2.5, Greg and Delena. They had me doing all the crazy stunts. Uh, and uh, it also started driving back from Mexicali. I was at my grandmother's house and I was on the Rumorosa and I heard this dude come on the radio and he was like, I don't know exactly what he said, but he, it was down the lines like, you know, like he had that whole the animation. Voice, yeah, yeah, that, that golden voice, that Mexican animated over the top voice and uh, long story short, I was like, dude, in my head, bro, I still remember vividly where I was at, what I was doing. We're going to Rumorosa. My mom was driving. My grandma was in the passenger seat and I was like, you know what? Uh, one day, I'm going to get that job. It's 
sounds like all he does is talks and he plays music and he doesn't do anything. Done. Uh, <laughs> al contrario, bro. It's the total opposite of that. Uh, the least thing you do is talk. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else uh, comes prep, into prep, play, prep, man. Prep. A lot of prep, getting to know stuff, getting to know your, your audience, getting to know demographics. It gets broken down. Uh, 18 plus, which means 18 to 1,000 years old, whatever. You know, you got 18, 24, 24, 34, 34, 54, uh, 65 plus. You have uh, 24, 54 Latina females, 24, 54 males. You got 24, 54 white male. Like, bro, it breaks down to crazy. Which the most sought after demographic right now? 24, 54 Latina females. Latina sure. females, 24, yeah. 54. So yeah. Jenny Rivera, shit, tol pedo. Uh, Jenny, I got some <laughs> stories about Jenny. Got a party with her a couple times. Good people. Oh. <laughs> but we'll come back to another time. I'm so. going to tell you this, bro. Before you say too much, yeah. I've had people come in here and say too much and then tell me, beg me, please, bro, don't release that. Oh, man, somebody told me, somebody told me not to say it and I said it. I'm, 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 I'm an open book, dude. I'm an open book. A ver si si champion. The only one thing, I two things. I won't talk openly, bro. It's weed. Uh, I'm a motherfucking weed smoker since I was 12 years old. Go At ahead. this point, it's late, but out of respect for mom, I don't. And I don't endorse weed out of respect for mom, but I get in, brought up that, bro. That's like, honestly, if if I would open that that gate, it would just be a floodgate. Why do you think parents look down on it so much? Uh, because we come from the old school yeah. where, where weed was very more common than any other crazy drug growing up and they would relate it to heroin to mm-hmm. cocaine the know? gateway drug yeah but you know as we got older and it, and it kind of became uh very common for us i don't know if it's a west coast thing if it's a beach thing uh what it is but you know it, it definitely couldn't talk about that you know and to this day out of respect for mom i don't endorse it i don't I don't come hide a mom's house. I don't, uh, you know, openly talk about it like that. But, um, you know, it, that's that's one of those. That and and the other situation, the, the yeah, that's the only other thing that I can't talk about. Yeah, you said too much. Bro, once upon a time, I could never even bring that up. I remember it was my 17th birthday party. And, um, you know, I, I, I went to school, Benita High School, fucking... Any, con you, todos los ricos. We, sí, güey, con todos los pinches narquillos, so bro. You went to school with, did you go to school with Stranger? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, the Lam- Matt Lambert, or Lambert, I forget the kid's name, but I know one of them was Lambert. Dude, our school was bananas, bro. Yeah, at, that, a, at that time, Benita was like, you had money and you had drugs. <laughs> all of the drugs, bro. There was a... There was a one of those little pop-up RVs that they used to have on campus, the DEA would have their dogs going up and, and down yeah, our hallways yeah. and pop in and do like locker checks, bro. Yeah. The fucking DEA at no, Bonita. They, they happened that at our school too. No, es que, mira, en nuestra escuela, it was like, Narco Juniors was created here in San Diego. Barrio Logan, Chula Vista, but Narco Juniors, like the kids, yeah. like the boss kids, bro, yeah. they all went to my fucking school. And this is before Eastlake was being There built. was no Eastlake, bro. Yeah. You got to the end of like H Street and yeah. it was dirt roads and we would go ride bikes over there yeah. and, and that was it. Yeah. But like, you come back and then you'd see, bro, I would drive, I had a Honda Civic my senior year. And you know, I was like, I and Chukis at Rata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then motherfuckers rolling in and they're 768 Beamers, bro. Uh, they were rolling in the old school, like Hummers. I was like, what the I, fuck? I recently went to one of my really good friends. His son goes to um, Modern Day. Mm-hmm. Bro, there was a kid that was driving a Ferrari. And there was a kid that was driving a Lambo. Get what on the that. fuck, Get bro? I'm out place. here driving a 1993 hatchback mm. Hyundai XL. Vintage. <laughs> <laughs> I see you like to go antiquing, sir. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those cars in a while. My mom used to have one, actually. Uh, bro, and that was, I couldn't do shit. So yeah. my 17th birthday, my friends all like, I remember remember that, that that Adidas, fake Adidas hat with the hemp leaf, the weed leaf? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got that. I was excited, bro. Oh. And my cousin, I was like, hey, man, I need to get some uh, weed. I know some guys that need it, blah, 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 bro. It was as if I did the worst thing on earth. My mom came to me and she's like, Mijo, 
¿qué es esto? ¿Qué es esto? <laughs> me dijo, no te creemos para hacer estas cosas. And she started Bro. crying. And I was like, that's not for me. I never, I never smoked that's weed. That's the exact same shit that happened to me. I'm telling you, bro. bro it's it, from a fucking my mom, script. My parents never hit me. And that was the first time I ever got slapped. I must have been like 16 at that point. Ooh. That's the only time I ever got hit. My mom smacked me. Wait, what the fuck? Bro, I got the whole spiel. Like, first she said, you know, the whole same spiel that you got. Like, mijo, no te creamos. Esas cosas de aquí. No, blah, blah, blah. Son cosas started de la calle, cry, Then started oh. crying. Then started crying. <laughs> then she no talked about cre- taking me to rehab. Oh, ah. fuck. Shit, bro. <laughs> over some oh, goddamn man. weed. Over some weed, Fuck, bro. All that shit happened, dude. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I got hit once, and it was not for weed. It was I was like 12, and I went skating, and my rule was like, when the lights go on, your ass got to yeah, be back yeah. home. And the light went on, and I was like, "Fuck authority, bro." And I was out skating. Que llego la casa, acá bien verga. Me van para acá. And I was what? A qué horas tienes que regresar? Pa pa, dude. And she started crying. I was like, "Why are you crying?" It's like it hurts me. I was like. Damn. But now, now the tables have turned because yeah. now they know I smoke. They know I don't, I'm not. I never talked openly with mom, huh? dude. I don't know if she knows. It's I very, smoke. it's very liberating. Bro. I don't know. Do I, don't, I don't even do my cousins, my family members. Mm-hmm. Like I, keep, I just keep it away. Yeah. Yeah. No grasshopper I, here. Only hot. How about tattoos? Oh, I got hella tattoos. Well, how do they feel about uh, that? The first tattoo, uh, she found out I was about 14. It has my last name on my back. She fucking slapped Por it, si se te olvida, She fucking slapped <laughs> it, bro. She fucking, dude, she went in and said, swash. Ah, my niece told her, did you see he wrote on his back? Mom was like, what are you right? Bro, I hit it for like a month and a half. And then my niece, bro, I got out the shower and she seen it. She was a little girl. And she thought it would be funny. So the same, same girl that also snitched me out. I'm going to fuck out. your life up, cousin. Yeah, <laughs> she, was, she was too young to fucking know, you know? Oh, but no, uh, tattoos, uh, yeah. That's that she was she was after a while she was cool with it. Man, know, I, I feel like we have similar stories because I remember I was like had La Roquero life, bro. I yeah. had my nipples pierced. <laughs> I had my I wasn't you know, and I I used to like take my shirt off yeah, and shit yeah, or wear yeah, tank yeah. tops and then for a while I just hey, mijo, ¿qué onda? ¿Qué te escondes? I had a tattoo here when I was like 17. Long sleeves on the always yeah, I was like, what's going on? It's like now nah, it's cold. No, like, no way, what do you got? I got caught everything. I never got away with shit Damn. when I was little, bro. Everything resulted in a mijo, no te hicimos para esto. Mijo, no eras así. Los otros no te cre-. I was like, The oh. only thing I ever got caught, never got caught, actually was taking mom's car on a joyride and, and picking up chicks. Vato, bro. <laughs> so long as it wasn't weed, oh, shit. Bro. As long as it wasn't weed, she didn't know I took her car though a couple times. We go to Blockbuster, pick up a movie, go to the chick's house, and oh, do the most. Blockbuster and chill nights. <laughs> ah, we So now, back to this. Damn, we fucking we diverted really quick. It's like we're high already. Ah, Jesus we, Christ. So you're at 92.5 doing your thing. Yeah, 92.5. I was there for 10 years, uh, moved on, uh, and then went to, uh, what did I do after that? I went to go work uh, nights on Jammin' 95. At that time, it was Kiss FM. Kiss FM, hey. Which was a throwback station playing all the Pox, the, you know, all the the, to- the notorious B.I.G.s, the Jay-Z's, all, that, all the throwbacks, right? All the golden era. And then uh, that station, I was there for about uh, four years, and then they flipped. Uh, and became jamming 95.7 and they got rid of everybody. They moved everybody around. They kept me doing nights. And then um, another five years later, went through. I was doing the nights. I uh, decided to go do afternoons at a competition station. Uh, the only people, people always think that I, that I, um, that I cut my dreads because I had dreads for like 18 years, bro. And they said, oh, you cut his dreads because he went corporate. No, mm. motherfuckers, I cut my dreads because my best friend died. 
<laughs> and I'm not a Rasta at heart. I'm not Rasta. I mean, I'm not a Rasta by religion. I'm a Rasta at heart. So that's kind of how that happened, right? Uh, so that that happened. Moved over. You had to iconic, do, the iconic dreads, bro. Yeah, moved it was over to iconic. do. Uh, moved over to do afternoons on uh, Energy 103.7. Uh, I was there for about five months, and uh, they flipped, and they gave me the opportunity to stay there. And I was like, Nah, bro, I'm good. I don't like the company where it's at, where it's headed. Uh, you know, I'm going back to clear to iHeart. Went back to iHeart and uh, started doing uh, afternoons on Rock 105.3. And here and, we are. Uh, and I'm still doing rock. Yeah. I'm doing uh, middays on Rock 105.3 and mornings on Jam 95.7. And that's kind of where I'm at today. And then I got a bunch of other stuff that I do radio wise, man. I'm in uh, I'm in the Gold Coast. Uh, I'm in Australia. I'm in uh, the Philippines, Canada. Hey, why are Australians uh, love Mexicans so much, bro? Uh, I, it's hip hop. Is it? It's not Mexicans. Yeah, it's hip hop. Oh, bro. Oh, New Zealand bro. and Australia, I think they bigger fan base than they do in America when it comes to hip hop. Bro. Somebody might, hit, might shoot me for that, but. I'm just that's saying, because any homie that's ever gone to Australia, like, oh man, we gotta go. They love you know Mexicans. Who, you know down where there. they love Mexicans? Like Die Hard? Ireland. Japan. All right, I'm in. Japan. Oh, well, yeah, bro. Japan. They love the culture more they than anything now. Yeah. I just watched a documentary on, on dudes that are like doctors, cops, scientists, and they're all like West. They look like they look like your homie down the street. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey. So fuck, man. So that's my radio. That's kind of my but like in a nutshell, my 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 radio world. And then I've been DJing since I was 14. So that's that's a whole nother DJing and radio is two different things, you know? You've been in the radio for two decades now. And almost, you, yeah. Yeah, almost two decades. Next year it'll be that. Looking back, what's been the golden era for you in your career? You know, <laughs> still today, every yeah, day, every, 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 yeah. every day is a good day, man. Uh, golden era, yeah. I don't think I've seen the best yet. Not good. Yeah, that, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. You always look forward to, to something bigger. You know, we've I've, I've accomplished a lot of things. You met a lot of people. I, tons of people. I got a chance to tour with a lot of people. I still currently tour with with artists. Uh, got a chance to to be a part of a lot of legendary things. I wish I could just remember those things, bro. Yeah. People think I'm I'm selective with my memory. Like, no, I literally forget things what, what how things work is if you say something and it triggers it i'm like oh shit yeah i remember that like that's how that, that's how that's how my memory works other than that i really don't remember like you have to like really dig it out the other day i was arguing with a co-worker because uh, she was like yo i took you to go see guns and roses i said guns and roses is like my top 100 band you like I, one of my favorite bands right top 100 god damn 100 bro, bands i can't on, even dog. name 12 I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, i love music you know music is my shit so you know uh, with that being like you know, Guns N' Roses is up there. So she was arguing me that I went to Guns N' Roses. I was like, nah, I've never been. She showed a picture of me and Guns N' Roses. <laughs> You're like, I believe you now. Yeah, I believe, <laughs> I believe you. So, I, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't always remember things. How do you get involved with an artist like Frankie J? How do you become an official DJ to an artist, to a star, to performers, yeah. and keep that relationship going? Uh, well, I've been knowing Frankie for a long time, man. He's uh, from Chula. Yeah, not only is he from the hometown, but you know we got an established relationship, bro. And, I, and I've been I've been touring uh, with with artists for a long time. Toured with Ecomiles for a long time. Uh, toured with Debbie Deb for many many years. Um, you know, got a chance to 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 just, man. They took me around the nation. I I, mm. I can't leave the country because I was born in Tijuana and I'm under. DACA, just just to put it out there. Boom. So I can't leave the country. Or else El que no quería decir nada, el vato. I, I'll talk about that openly because we're being fucked. You know what I mean? This country, as uh, as, as America, as, you know, hasn't changed uh, the immigration laws for twenty five years, bro. We we're still how the fuck are we still dealing with the same shit? You know what I mean? Like we're still in the same situation when we were twenty five years ago. We're still in the same situation when Pete Wilson was here, and uh, bro, we contribute a lot to this country. There's eight hundred thousand uh, plus. A lot uh, is an understatement. People, people yeah. under DACA. That's just DACA alone. There's lawyers, there's doctors, there's police officers, there's radio personalities, there's people working the the, the farms under DACA. And and how is it that you, we, we still not welcome in this country? You know? 
And those are things that will never really fucking change, bro. They I mean, we they, scream they, change. They, they we scream. To. Yeah, we scream it. We, we yell it from the mountaintops. But as soon as shit gets caught in bureaucracy, as, as even in the low levels of a small town like Chula Vista or like the South San Diego side, shit just moves slow. Yeah. You can't get do anything done. But that just only happens for Mexico because mm. you can come from another country, you know, and, and, and be good to go overnight. You know so what, what do you attribute it to? Uh, this is your moment to shine. Man, it gets intense, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but as it should. Man. You know, it definitely gets intense, yeah, man. It gets, it gets intense. All I, all I got to say is those, those laws got to change. And, you know, even even people that are in the perfect situations and the right situations, uh, you know, sometimes don't do much for, for others. And, and you know, it, it just is what it is. So that's that's actually anchored you down. So not oh, to so be it held me down, bro. Like for, for many op job opportunities. I mean, I'm in Australia. I'm in New Zealand. I'm in the Gold Coast, Philippines, Canada. Right. That's just me on my own uh, entity. Right. And that alone, like I could travel to those places at least once a month and handle it at least once a month. I've been on those radio stations for about four years now, uh, four to five on, on most and I could have been there three, four, five times to all those places with Frankie uh, J alone. I mean, he's an international artist, bro. We got a Japan, uh, Canada. Uh, you know, you got uh, you got Australia as well with him. You have uh, Philippines is huge with Frankie. So, bro, all those countries, Africa, South Africa, Denmark, like those are all countries that Frankie travels to. That you know, I would have the same opportunity as being his DJ and being part of the management team. Uh, but I don't because I can't cross. Because you, you can't. Know? So fuck, bro. So, so somebody else comes in and has all that extra for me uh so yeah man i mean literally i would have got to travel around the world by now a couple times wow, imagine yeah. traveling with with, with eco mouse bro eco mouse is wild dude eco mouse some of the best times with eco mouse bro i he he's he's he's, he's <laughs> i remember we, we, we did a little like a, a college tour when we were in a band and, yeah. and, and eco mouse was playing you know what, we, was we, it was it with the icons no this this is a we played it the only thing i remember was at university of redlands bro we were university yeah redlands like by riverside and shit you know a border town <laughs> was, <laughs> we, it, was it a bar or no, it was like the on, university on, on campus. It was on campus, on campus at a bar at called a bar. Live at Five. I remember that. Was and, this um, was this like oh seven oh eight? No, nah, way sooner. It earlier, perdón. Um, Wait, I was uh, 2002, 2001, 2002, 2003. Era. I was with Eek from like oh two to oh five oh six. Damn, we may like have that. been there. Well, I mean, yeah, we we opened for him. We played. No mames, que bien el pinche camas with six this. foot six, three hundred built pounds. Oh, yeah, with one two two teeth, bro, <laughs> and just like doing his thing. I was in awe. It's a bang, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, and I was I was like, shit, bro. I'm like all my cousins. Like I grew up listening to Eco Mouse because of all my cousins, yeah. and I was like, I was just in awe. He was and, my introduction to reggae. Without Eco Mouse, I, I wouldn't love reggae as much as I do today. I mean, I was introduced to Bob before that. I was, you know, the, the usuals, the, the Peter Toshes, the the you know. Eco Mouse connected the dots yeah, for me. He he made it happen. Yeah, he, there's something about his sound uh, that that just put all the melting pots of every music. Like the, for some reason, the cumbias, the hip hop all came together with Eek. I don't know why. Why not? Yeah. I mean, music, music is a whole different language, bro. I, and, and I'm glad that I was able to like tell that to him and, ex, you know, and, and good dude. And show him. Oh, dude. Oh, did I? Yeah. yeah. Is it good dude though? Oh, Ikamas is Ikamas. He's a wild dude. He's a good, he's a solid dude. Never had issues with him. Se la rifa todavía el but, but, no? he, but he's wild. Every now and then I still see his name coming up saying, oh, uh, doing well, this, oh, doing he's, this. Uh, he travels around, bro. The last time I talked to him, which was about a month ago, he was in Brazil. No, he was in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, he lives, or, he lives around in different places. Uh, he has uh, he has situations where he can't come to the US, uh, I, I guess, anytime soon. So, yeah, man, a lot of good times. A lot of Bob Fest, a lot of tours. A shit, lot if of, you can't come to the US, you had a really good time <laughs> he had he, a real he, good he time was always bro. a real good time and he never left us out he didn't invite you know invite us whatever you you want to sit you want to hang out you want whatever man it's chill 
Man, so you've transcended all of these things, man. And, and, and you're still fucking anchored down because you can't go anywhere. That can't one. go anywhere. But, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it'll, it'll come together sooner than later. And, and the, the, the screwed up situation about this is that I've gone to about mm, 15 lawyers at this point. No man. And all of them tell me the same thing. Guess what it is? I mean, tell me, what do you think it is? Uh, I, I wouldn't what even is know. The ultimate, what is the ultimate gateway to getting your papers? Taxes? Get married, fool. Oh, why don't you get married, Hell dog? No, not for that purpose. Tengo una prima, <laughs> if I get married, I'm getting married because I love that person. I, I, I'll refuse to. Eat. And you know what? I, I've been, I have four girlfriends in my whole entire lifetime, right? And all of, uh, all of them were, were open to like, hey, well, let's just get married, even if it's not that serious. You know, like, I just want to help you out. But then I just don't want to put people in that situation where, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of work, dude. It ain't easy. You know what I mean? And I'm not easy to deal with either. I don't so, know, dude. Selma Hayek and the Bato from Friends did it. And seemed to work well, out that, okay, that's bro. That's Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek is probably shooting a movie. She's gone for three months, <laughs> six months, you know. And Salma Hayek probably gets the best dinner you can think Christ, of. You know what I'm saying? And she's probably got hot friends, and they probably get to watch, you know. Bro, that's, so. there's still like fucking 1980 <laughs> solutions to 2021 problems, bro. That's crazy. Uh, the only way to get this handled is to get, get married, married, bro. Because and nothing else has been the situation. Not you know, I, I've you know, I've saved up money to get a lawyer to to, to I'm prepared financially for it. So there's never been a problem on that end. Uh, I've have all my paperwork. I've been in uh, you know in the U.S. my whole life. I graduated here. I went to school here. Uh, we got pictures of me when I was in elementary school, stating that that's my name, that that's me, and they don't care. They just say pictures with Donald Trump, a guy shaking hands, shaking hands, hand, bro, wiping his ass. It helps. Oh. It all helps. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, bro, none of that helps. Oh, man. man. That's well, horrible. That's the that's the uh, the hamster wheel that we're currently living in, bro. And not just me. Think, keep no, in mind, there's no, hundreds, that's, that's, hundreds that's, and thousands of people that are living through the same situation. It's, it's, that probably it's not an independent a, story. That probably even have a better situation where they're like really like doing something where they're changing the world. Like me, I, bro, I just live here, you know? Callate los cico, bro. <laughs> Look at you. You are changing the world, man. People grew up listening to your voice. People grew up just, I bet you get hit with that shit all the time. Oh, my God, I grew up. You introduced me to this. You brought this yeah. to my attention. Oh, my God. Which is so weird. Because I'm like their age. Calmate, <laughs> the spring chicken. He's 37, well, no, been, not 27. I've been, I, I, I mean, I've been doing that for a minute, bro. I was a middle school teacher for a couple of years, too, yeah. right? And uh, when I was teaching, like now I see some of those kids, and they're like my age. I, I, I ran into one of my students, and she works at uh, at uh, Karina's, right? She had two kids, was showing me pictures. Like, I'm like, what the? Fuck? Where, where, when did this know? happen? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, and we're like looking the same age, you know. So it's a, it's a trip to me, man. So I, you're telling me working in radio is a completely different lifestyle than actually being a DJ? Oh yeah. And aspecto, bro. Uh, everything uh, from the business end of it to uh, to what you actually do to preparing, uh, you know, radio, you prepare uh, with content as far as like, you know, you look at the cheese, man, you look at the news, you look at what's happening with the music, what's trending on the social medias um, on the DJing end of it, it's completely different. You got to set up for your set. You got to, you know, uh, prepare mentally to go in there and be able to rock a crowd. You're you are the captain of the ship and you're driving those people wherever you want them to go fishing. You know oh, what I mean? See. That's so, very true. So it's like, hey, we're gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna go to the middle, you know, of the ocean here, and because I know that there's bomb ass fish down here, and if you take them there and you bomb, then that's kind of equivalent to having a shitty night as a DJ. But I mean, it doesn't even end there. I mean, you. You're captaining this shit before the people are even there, bro. Yeah. I mean, you're promoting these and, events. And, and when you're I collecting. Started, when I started DJing, it was all about you being the DJ. Now it's like you got to be the promoter, the DJ, Everything. the flyer creator, the announcer, the bell. MC, the guy that collects the money. The guy, like, bro, growing up, it was just you worry about DJing and that was it. Somebody else handled everything for you. Yeah, the crew to do all that shit, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, you know? So, so now, like, 
do you enjoy being a DJ more now in 2021 than you did before? Uh, It's always been the same. The passion never left, you know, it's just completely different. And, uh, I, I, the disconnect with the DJs is completely different too, which kind of bothers me from time Uh to time, but I've learned to live with it, man. I just do my own thing. I stay the fuck out of people's lanes. I'm not trying to be in downtown. I'm not trying to be in the cool spots. Mm -hmm. Well, cool. I, in, in, in what, people would consider a cool spot like a like a downtown club. Damn, you know why are you mean? just shitting on all the places you play no, at, bro? No, 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 no. Well, what, 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 <laughs> what I meant was more like a Vegas club. No, I feel you, know? you like bro. That, that's to them people that's popping. But for me, that's not really what's popping. I'd rather go to a brewery. I'd rather go to like a hole-in-the-wall bar where I could play, uh, you know, let's say Tijuana No, play Chalino Sanchez, Boom. play uh, Bob Marley, and play Bar K's, and people still rock the same Damn, when you're talking three punk on Thursdays, what you saying, yeah. fool? Fuck, that's what you're saying right that's, now. Well, that's what I play. Oh, man. And that's all, that, and you know what? And Three when people say, hasn't had me. What shit, the hell? We haven't. No, no, that's true. We haven't. We 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 got to make it happen. We we will make it happen, bro. But I mean, this is for us. It's just everything just kind of develops like organically. We yeah. don't seek it. People come here, hang out, and they're like, "Hey, I'm a DJ. Can I play?" And we're like, yeah. "Fuck yeah, dude, do your thing." Yeah. And then it just kind of builds like that. You know, we don't actively seek it out. Yeah. But I wait to tampoco. Versus, uh, and, and going back to the downtown clubs, like you're not really being told what to play, but you kind of already know what you got to play, and you got. That's what I was to gonna that. say. There's two kinds of DJs that I've come across. Yeah. Bro, I'm from the South Bay. Yeah. Like I grew up, you're going to house parties and going to yeah. high school parties and this. And I saw the DJs, and you know the DJs, and la la woo woo. Yeah. And then there's other kinds of DJs, a structurized DJ, yeah. DJ that has an agenda. It's not always his agenda yeah. and his agenda put forth maybe by the club. And a lot of those guys already have a set playlist. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll switch up one or two songs here and there, but they are, bro, that's the same song. That's the same uh, uh, set that they dropped in Vegas the night before. Yeah. That's the same set they dropped in, in Milwaukee two days before that or whatever, you know? Um, so I just stay out of their way, man. I just do me and you know, I, I, it just, that's it, I enjoy a DJ uh, like you more than anything yeah, else. I, I really enjoy you know it. what I mean. I'm not a part of a crew, and sometimes that can affect you not being part of a crew because, uh, you know, you you're not you're not being invited to the cool kids parties. You know, so you got to create your own cool kid party. So what, what's wrong with that? Hey, that we've always been doing that. Not, not, yeah, not, you know, we've always been doing that. We, yeah. I know for me, I've never been invited to the cool things. It's like fuck it, then I'll do my own yeah, thing. Do my own, and then all yeah. of a sudden, it's like, oh, now everyone else comes. Like, yeah. yeah, fuck you, go, sacate de aquí, sacarais, bro. So. Post pandemic, here we are. Here we are, man. You're, you're, you're out. You're doing your thing again. You're gigging. Well, the pandemic's still here, right? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit, Technically, bro. but we ain't out yet. Delta, yeah, full but, force uh, coming our way. But yeah, man. I mean, through this whole pandemic, we just kept working, and it was through radio. DJ gigs, obviously, um, they kind of slowed down. <laughs> no, they super slowed down. Which it was emergency breaks, like which was uh, why uh, you know my uh, mind no blowing to me because I never thought like that could happen. It's that like, affects it, that it, affects it, the day to day for you. Yeah, well, dog, think about like the earth, right? We're spinning at what that like a thousand plus miles right now, right? The earth. And think about if we just stopped for like half a millisecond, mm-hmm. what that shit would cause. We wouldn't think about that. And we don't even think about the earth spinning because the earth is it flat, bro. It. it doesn't spin. <laughs> Do you believe the earth is flat? Nail, bro. What's wrong with you? I was you? watching a, I was watching a, uh, something the other day in a whole like, docu- like, I like how you, read, minute you believe the earth is flat, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching it and they were really saying that the globe is really smashed, but that at some point they made it round. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a la luz. Cuidado. I went like that. Yeah, like, oh. and the clapper. Oh, you said clapper? Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, shit. No wonder. Uh, but yeah, no, no, no. That's, uh, you know, it's things that we don't think into consideration because it, we're used to it. It's there. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, yeah. it's it's like it's like us breathing. Like we don't even think about like all the shit that has to go on just for us to have oxygen. And it, but when it stops, then we're like, oh shit. So that's kind of what happened with the pandemic. It hit me with that. Oh, oh shit. See. So it, it helped me to prepare, man. And those that did not learn something from that pandemic, mm-hmm. bro, tell me. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead, uh, bro. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. This is a life lesson right now, it's man. A, it's a life lesson. If you didn't learn anything, if you didn't evolve, if you didn't recreate, if you didn't create something, if you didn't think about life, uh, if you don't, you know, see yourselves doing something completely different that didn't work out for you during that pandemic, bro. It ain't never going to happen for you, bro. <laughs> hey, let me tell you. Uh, you better hope somebody that you're married to has good life insurance. <laughs> this was our opportunity. This was our once in it's a lifetime reset, opportunity, bro. And we lived through it. Yeah. And it's to an extent, and, it's and, still here. That opportunity to kind of like knock down things and rebuild yourself and yeah. whatever. Bro, I mean, I got rid of a lot of people. I know I, I had a step in the pandemic is dangerous, so you bro. You got rid of people meaning like your like, circle or Yeah, my circle, or? My, my circle just kind of, it, it shrunk. I was like, man, why am I doing this? Like a... The, Nobody brings anything to the table. I'm providing nothing to them. We're just kind of going through the motions. What have I learned? My family is the most important thing. Making sure that, you know, uh, the businesses are run how they need to be run. Those are the priorities. Everything else, I don't have time for it anymore, bro. I'm fucking 42. I got three little kids. I got too much shit. Now, question for you. Do people think you've like, uh, like now you're too cool because you got a bar and you got rid of all those people? I, I think people have always have those thoughts, bro. That's, and I, that's, and it's that's, not my pill. That's, that's your pill. That's, you know how long it took me for mm. me to understand that shit? That is not my pillow. Yeah, that's, that's your, your pillow, dog. Because I would feel like that because people would be like, oh, this fool's, uh, you know, he, well, this is before monies, but oh, this fool's like doing afternoons. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, mm-hmm. fool. Like, I just like, there's nothing there, dog. I, now my life has gotten way more busier. I don't yeah. got time for bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if it's bullshit, then it's bullshit. <laughs> and if it's bullshit, it better be bullshit with my close people. You know, like that's because I, I can't, man. The, our days are too structured and timed out and planned yeah. that as soon as there's a little stop in, in the force, yeah. Everything's going to be in turmoil for me. It's going to fuck everything up. And everybody wants something or needs something from mm-hmm. you. And then you come around and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, no, sorry, scary. No, sorry, bro. I can't do it. I got to work. Like, whoa, I had to work that day too, you know? I got a lot of cousins all of a sudden, bro. <laughs> I got a lot of cousins. They, yeah. go to the, they go to the bar. Oh, yeah, Steve's my cousin. They go to the brewery. Oh, Steve's my cousin. That's the oh, funny. they get me on the podcast. I'm Steve's cousin. It's like, all of a sudden, everybody's my cousin. That's the funniest shit. The, the, the fun, dog, that's that's the truth. That's why I don't tell people what I do for a living. You know, my neighbors don't know what I do for a living. My neighbors know me by my first name because Beto is my middle name. Mm-hmm. I uh they my neighbors have no clue what i do for a living bro they think i'm unemployed and <laughs> and and they always trip out because yeah, yeah 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 because you know my how people people you know it, it it's like you smell it and i leave at odd hours i wake up at 3 30 every morning to go to work mm-hmm. so if you wake up at 3 30 you're leaving at odd hours this guy doesn't work like what's really going on you know so tweaker pinchy neighbors on tweaker. I, I don't know what my neighbors think bro but i i, I think it's hilarious <laughs> bro but yeah look at so now the 2021 came through now we're good we're better you're yeah. starting to gig again you're getting you're getting your dj's uh gigs up and at them i see your name everywhere now how are people at these events now compared to how we were pre-pandemic uh it, it's it's taking a little bit we're finally taking the training wheels off because mm-hmm. people didn't know how to act how to react like where do i wear a mask do i not do i come in do i say hi do i give them a hug do i give them daps like what do i do do we use condom no condom like what the mm-hmm. fuck you know Ticklers, <laughs> yeah no no yeah uh but think people are starting to, to 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 get more into the groove one thing i didn't notice is that i feel like people came out more wild and aggressive tell me more dog it's a wild good. and aggressive is my key word you're gonna see it more than anybody else because you are at a place when you're DJing, you're creating that atmosphere, creating that vibe. People are drinking, you know, having a good time, drinking yeah. the social lubricant. People get a little bit less, yeah. you know, inhibited and they're out there, they're wild. 
Bro, you see a front line, I see a front line. I see, I see it I at see the brewery, it. I see it at the bar. I see it just kind of going out and I'm like, fuck, I'm one of those people. I didn't do anything for like a year and a half now. Yeah. When I'm like, all right, and I have a beer, two beers, I'm like, oh, I'm pelo. So it's like, no, nah, I'm just staying home, bro. Hey, I don't really drink, bro, because I get pelo <laughs> off. Of, I'm that one beer drinker pelo and I'm drinking a Smirnoff, dog. I don't know fucking says. You've been nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like, it's. I feel like the perfect metaphor is the training wheels, bro. Yeah. And now post-pandemic, the training wheels are off. Off. But the tolerance for people on their intake is it's not what it used to be so people here are wild people come to the brewery to the bar they're wild they don't know how to act they don't know how we to have to act. ask them hey bro have a water sit down we're gonna have to ask you to leave and oh, they get all personal they get all routed up they haven't been told no in over a year bro yeah. nobody if they're at home nobody tells you to stop unless it's your wifey i'm, I'm used to no's yeah so <laughs> I, 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 no's turn into yes for me so hard for the course <laughs> but it's true it's like people are at home nobody tells you no yeah you're able to do whatever the fuck you want you bring that mentality to the club to the bar to yeah. the to the nightlife and all of a sudden there's bills, you know, and, and it's like, fuck, now I talk to my partner. They're like, do we need a security guard? Yeah, like, what have we, a security guard? We have a doorman. Uh, we don't have a security guard. Dog, but it's very important nowadays, man. Uh, we close at 11. It don't matter. Yeah. You never know, dog. You never know. Why, you got, why you got to put that yeah, shit on me? The, no, no, no. It's not even <laughs> on you. Just uh, just for, for your own safety. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For your employee safety, for the people that are there. Um, and it also adds a little bit of a comfort, you know, but you also don't want to have that tough security exactly. at the door it's because a fine that line. intimidates people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so shit, maybe a female, a nice female, uh, uh security. <laughs> no, no, but it is bro. Because people are wilding out, dude. And, and nowadays dog, like, um, the reality is that I feel like, man, I don't watch the news. I get my news from a YouTube channel. I think it's like San Diego news, nine one one. And it just kind of pick and choose. Did you get stories. it from Diego TV? Calmada, dude. Nah, uh, <laughs> Diego, Diego TV does have some interesting stuff that people post on there, but no, I don't, that's not where I get my news. But I, what I do see, bro, a lot is 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 uh, a lot of people shooting people yeah so you got from what i see man a lot of people have guns and it's a lot of the younger generation and uh you know what i mean it just you, you it's better to be safe than sorry That's there was there was reasons that the cost of guns during the pandemic skyrocketed bro there was reasons why well, Why it, you're in a fucking house what are you doing it, 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 shooting the, fucking darts in your house you know, why the, little bb gonna go shoot your the, patio, the, there's a you reason know? the inventory was was it were ran dry you know mm. people just bought up guns and now they store Stop. them and the, now they got guns on them if you, if you go to if you go to chicago uh bro chicago i just read something today let me let me pull it up real quick and it was like something like there's like 96 murders like like in the last three weeks or something yeah. and through tijuana like they don't talk about it but there's been a couple thousand murders in the last couple of months like not not thousand maybe like a thousand murders and and, and, and to the credit of tijuana it's decreased you oh. know and, and and it hasn't you know because there was a trajectory when it just kept skyrocketing but to their credit, some places are dropping. Yeah, let me tell you. Uh, uh, I, I grew up in San Isidro, right in the Vista Terrace Apartments, and you said you yeah, were there as well, right? Uh, were you there during all the mass shootings that Tijuana had when the cartels, like, were when they took out the Arellanos or whatever, and they were trying to take over Plaza and Tijuana? Were you were you living in San Isidro? No, we time? were we were in the friendly confines of Benita. Oh my god, well, <laughs> the, the, bro, Benita is a whole other monster. I'll too. tell you a little like, bit about Benita. Shit yeah. happens in Benita, oh, but we don't shit. hear about no, it, especially bro. East Lake and no, Otay Ranch. No, we don't hear no, about it. Bro. What do you think the cartel bosses live bro i'm not saying you know, nothing. they don't they don't bring the trouble to to, to bonita and no, to east lake but, you know but that's where all the trouble kind of originates no, you know no no <laughs> i'm not speaking on any of that but i will tell you about tijuana yeah i'll talk uh, you so, talk about tijuana hell no, no i won't no, talk no, about no, tijuana no, the, deal, the deal with tijuana is because i lived in san isidro and i would hear the gunshots i would hear the ak's i would dude i would mm -hmm. see the high speed chases i would go and smoke a joint on top of uh right behind the san isidro uh, health center you know how there's a little hill on top of that i would go up there chill and all of a sudden you hear pop 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 and then you just hear the 
guns. Yeah. I mean, not the guns. The cops, like high speed chases, bro. It was wild. It still is wild. You bro. know, and, I mean, and we it, lost a lot of homies to that. You know, man, I, I lost. Uh, you know, I got family that grew up in that. Yeah, yeah. The, we, we called it going away to the university. Yeah. You know, and like you know, it just not only going to the university, <laughs> going to six feet under. Yeah, too, man. You know? It was just, those were wild times. Yeah. It was wild times. I'm not speaking out of term. Just watching some of my cousins grow up in it. And then, you know, from one day to the next, just the cars that were they were rolling in and the people yeah. that they were surrounded by. Yeah. And then just watching cousins kind of grow up in that and like, oh man, you're a man of status now. Dog, the like, first uh, the first dude, the first badass Lambo I ever seen and the first badass porch I seen was some dude that was living in San Isidro. It was a whole family. I'm going to need keep that anonymous, but Oof. it was a whole family that lived somewhere, you know, and, and those dudes had the badass fucking cars. And, and nobody like, fucked with them. No, no, no. Well, eventually they all got killed. I think mm. only the sister lived but but were you, you know, down there when the cartel ran the the security operation at the gates uh going into like via nueva and, and into the vista terrace where they would actually ask you who are you here to see oh yeah yeah the little casitas yeah they, bro, they, don't have, they still have them no i don't know no, no, i haven't yeah, yeah, i haven't they been have them the, yeah they have where them. are you going what yeah, building you going? can yeah. we call her yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i remember that dude yeah for sure I, I mean one of our security guards where i grew up uh came up missing they they found them in the tunnel like a month later mm, man yeah, crazy. those times are crazy you bro, know there was during uh, that era during the 80s and the 90s living in a border town was not what you may thought like it's not what it is today like remember you seeing the the you know our gente crossing the border bro and they're getting you know family loads crossing the five freeway and getting hit by the cars and yeah. you would see the dead bodies on the side of the freeway yeah. um you can't see my tattoo but i got i got this tattoo right here the you know the infamous uh signs the of sign the, crossing of the, of the, yeah. of the family crossing the border and the reason i had that is because i lived through that era i lived through the era where you know the immigrants were running through our backyards where we would be like hey you know what bro fucking hide in the house fuck it yeah or, come on in or hey you need to take a shower take a shower man or hey you need to get some food in your system and you know they'd go on about their way um and and that's what it was man we were just helping the people out and in the 80s and the 90s america was so welcoming to these folks but yet weren't trying to do anything for them mm. it's a fucking trip and it's still like that 25 years later <laughs> i feel like we were doing more back then than now yeah you know i mean like you said now at least now it's like okay you know what don't hear no evil speak and we will come on in do your thing yeah. set up roots do your whatever you know we're here because somebody in our family once upon a time did that and America was so came, welcoming. Yeah, came across the border. So they're like, you know, fuck it. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta elevate the the level of our family yeah. and, and grow it. We gotta cross it. Nobody hit. We're all immigrants, bro. Yeah, and, and we didn't cross it. It's fucking crossed us. Yeah, so, hey man, <laughs> you know, we're not we're, we're not slang, man. The border didn't cross. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know? it's very true, and it, it's an it's an old school fucking saying. You know, I didn't cross the border. The border crossed me, bro. Pretty much. And, and it's the it's the same. It's true. I mean, I'm 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 not an anchor baby, but I have friends that are anchor babies. You an know, anchor, what's an anchor? Baby? An anchor baby is when somebody comes across the border, has a child, and now you can't deport us. You know, it's a derogatory that's term. A, that's an anchor baby. That's an anchor baby, oh, though. Sure. I learned a lot in Bonita. I, learned, <laughs> I, I, I call those primos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because in Bonita, like you know, I mean, it wasn't racist, but people just like they told you it what was. They it, thought. It, it was the yeah. it was a, it was the white part of Hispanic town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what are you like an anchor baby? It's like, what does that mean? It's like, well, your mom I'm probably never, came. Heard that, your mom bro. probably came over here had a baby now they can't deport her like, hey, the craziest hmm. thing is that illegal alien that was what we were called all of our lives and now that's like a derogatory it's the worst thing you can call somebody yeah, yeah. yeah. Times have changed, man. Times have changed. Does that affect the way you you, you go out and you, and you perform on I radio? I fucking watch everything I say. And say the other day, oh, fuck yeah, bro. Oh, hell yeah. The other day, uh, uh, okay, for example, when I started doing the morning show, I had this this segment called Bilingual Lingual, mm. and, and it's two Mexicanos uh, and, and Tarzan. He's an African-American, uh, you know, he's Native American, African-American, right? 
Uh, and uh, Manny is uh, Mexican. I'm Mexican, right? So we um, we used to have bilingual lingua and we would teach him Spanish. We would say one word and then we would use it in a phrase, you know? <laughs> so we would say, uh, carrucha, you know, be like, hey, man, trucha con la carrucha, make sure you don't get hit. And then we would repeat it again. Whoa, I got called the NCA double P. Is that what it called? NCAA? NCAA Yeah. I think it called, bro. They fucking NAACP. Fuck. Yeah, they had me, they had me on the line for like an hour. I talked to the president. He jumped on the phone line with me. He schooled me, chatted like, bro, what the fuck? And then uh uh recently I got called out for what did I say, bro? What did I say? It was like for real? Like that's so fucking oh, uh milking the system. Okay. What the fuck? Milking? That's what it fuck that's what we know it as, right? So what did they and what did they spin it a, as originating? And I'm on a hip hop station. So milking the system for us, you know, that's street slang. Like mm-hmm. we know you know what milking mm-hmm. the system is. We know what the mm-hmm. fuck it is. And and I got called out on that and it became such a big deal. And I had to apologize to people when in reality I didn't feel like I needed to. Like I wasn't being a dick about it. You know, I wasn't like it, they just they just said that that's like it wasn't appropriate. And I was like, Does a radio station usually get your back or do they succumb to these uh, out external? I, I like to fight my own battles mm-hmm. and, and keep them out of it. It's my own battle, and and I, I I'll go out there and, and you know shoot. I'll, I'll talk to them, bro. I don't have no problem talking about anybody or addressing anything. And we grew up from a, a, a an era where we the people were not sensitive, bro. Like you know, you'd be like, oh, bro, your mother's fat. Oh fuck yeah, my mom's fat. You know, like I fucked your mother. Oh shit, you know whatever. Like that's what it was. Like if somebody said, hey, you know what, we gangbang your mother, and we were joking. And that's what it was. I would not get offended because that's not only the era I grew up in, but that's how we joked, bro. We spent the hell was that? We got soccer matches upstairs, bro. What's wrong with you, man? We spent hours. We spent hours clowning and basing. Your mama's so fat. Your mama's so stupid. Your mama's this. Your mom, your daddy's this. You know, like I could have been your daddy, but the guy behind me had the correct change. Mm. Like that shit. Like all that shit was so common. And, And you know what? It created dudes like you, dudes like me. I have thick skin. I have. I have hella thick skin. You know, it's like if I'm gonna shit on somebody. I better be ready to receive it. Yeah. And I don't ever want to be the guy that shit on somebody and then somebody says something to me like, hey, we're young, bro. El que se huita pierde, bro. And we're not losers. Hey, and you know what's funny, dog? Uh, Tarzan and Manny, dude, uh, you know, they're, they're younger, bro. They're 27 and 22, right? They're, okay. they're, they're, uh, Manny is uh, my co-host, Tarzan. Uh, he, Manny's my co-host uh, and news guy. And uh, Tarzan is also a co-host of mine. And he's the guy that produces everything, gets everything together, right? And uh, we actually had to have a safe word because I was a cagapalo. Uh-huh. And they would be like, all right, Tio Beto. And Tio Beto meant like, all right, bro. Like You're letting like, out the like, unk out, like, bro. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> like, yeah, wait, yeah, stop, fool. You know, like that was the safe word. Nobody knew that. We don't need it no more because now we, we, you know, we got used to each other or whatever. And now I know like what better. Damn, police, they call you Tio Beto? They called me Tio Beto when I was overdoing it. Like when and I was they just put clown. you on tight mouth. <laughs> when I was just clown, dog. And, I, and, and, and you know, I, I can clown for days, man. I, I have no problem and I have no problem getting it either. Like, hey, fool, si te cago el palo, cagalo para atrás, güey. Si no, te va a dar más. Bro, I was. The, the smallest, the whitest yeah. in my family, bro. Me, me decían leche face. Leche. Me decían mayonesa, bro. I've been called everything under the fucking sun, bro. Yeah. Me decían gordito robalonche. El robalonche, yeah. El robalonche, or they would call me, uh, my family nickname is Pica Sandwich. El Pica, El pica Sandwich, bro. So like, you know, shit. Man. I, was, I, was, I was raised around that shit. Yeah. So now it's like, I, I never, I never got bullied in school. Yeah. You know, people would try to fucking step up and say some shit, and I would, I would just be ready. Yeah, like oh. I would have a little notebook, bro, a little turquoise bo- notebook, and I'd go home in the bathroom and be ready. Like, all right, fucking Beto's gonna come at me yeah. and call me leche face. All right, pop, 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 pop. I have three responses yeah, for him, yeah. and I'm just gonna knock him down. He's not gonna be. He can't even respond and, to me. And, and when you catch him off guard, they don't have nothing they have to nothing say to say, yeah. bro, because they, they feel awkward and they feel embarrassed that you shut them the fuck up. Yeah, that happened recently with with this dude who was like trying to flex in front of his chick, bro. Mm. Like, come on, man. Come on, I got, guy. I got jokes, dog. We, we, I got decades jokes. in the game. Got, decades oh, in the game. Fool. <laughs> I'll beat you at canicas too. <laughs> and take your girlfriend. And, and and that's why I feel like right now it's like 
people are nice to me. You know, it's like, oh, you you don't want Theo Beto to come out, bro. You you don't you don't want that guy to come out. And and eventually, I was just having to talk with one of my friends. Like, hey man, I've been too soft with this guy, and he's getting a little too comfortable around me. I think I'm gonna have to start fucking flexing yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, hey bro, just fucking relax. Things aren't you know. It's like you gotta be safe. You gotta be careful yeah, what you, yeah. how you shit on people now because the the backlash, bro. Yeah. The backlash. I mean, we can't say midget. That's what we grew you up. You said on. midget earlier, I now and, and I was offended, bro. <laughs> I was like, este güey no sabe well, que What's the proper uh, small person, little person? Oh, yeah, man. man. Right. Hey, uh, to respect to the small person, man. I didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I don't. You know, like uh, there's so many words that we grew up on that I you feel know, you. people say. Like, uh, man, can we say it? Say whatever you want. With all the respect, all right. So, so this is stuff that, we, and, 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 and you know, obviously, twenty twenty one, this is stuff that we don't say nowadays. But growing up, it was so common to be like, "Oh, fool, uh, quit being gay, dog, bro." And we can't. Uh, I, I understand that was why. Second, that I was second why nature. We can't say yeah. that. But growing up, nobody ever said anything, and mm-hmm. we even said to the teachers, to yeah. our parents, to everybody, it was you know what it was. And there was um, uh, another thing too, like. With in all the respect, this is you know again, this is the past. This is not where we're at today. I've been educated on it, but for example, I've been to sensitivity classes. <laughs> we, we we uh, they would be like, oh, that fool, you're so fucking retarded. Yeah, you know? I mean, we can't say that. Can't word. say that. Can't say yeah. that. You know, but it's weird because. We, we were up. inundated yeah. with that verbiage, with those words, yeah. saying gay, See. saying retard. Well, I wouldn't say gay. Like, oh, that's fucking gay. Fool. Yeah. No, no, fucking don't do that, man. Yeah. And you then know? like the other one that I would be so, like, I wouldn't want to say anymore, the, the F word. You can't even fucking, you oh, know? That's, that's, it, it was like, oh, you, yeah. You, you can't, can't say, say that I, one. I won't say, you know? I won't, yeah, I won't, I won't, I won't say it either because it's very disrespectful, but it's like, fuck, I grew up. With that kind of shit being thrown out and, and on the soccer even, field, that wasn't even and, in the household. That was yeah. like that was coming from role models, like coaches. Everybody, or, yeah, yeah, yes, bro. Yeah. Okay, it, I mean, connecting the dots to popular culture and athletics. Yeah, Mexico, el tri. As soon as the goalkeeper has the fucking ball and he's about to kick it off, you know, it's like, can't do that no more. Now, like, can you in Mexico? I mean, I hear it. Because, no, bro, international soccer rules are being enforced saying that if the fans are caught saying that in an international match, they're going to get suspended and the team will forfeit. Who's going to get suspended? Bro, FIFA, dog, they're going to suspend the team. Uh, I'm going to have to call Primo. My Primo is actually, uh, he's one of the main dudes for FIFA. He just got that job recently. I was like, oh, so that's what you've been doing? Traveling the world, (laughs) huh? We're bringing in a guy uh, who does soccer freelance and, and with ESPN and his name is Cesar Hernandez. He's going he's gonna to drop knowledge on everything. That's one of my questions. It's like, how do you enforce that, man? He just started off like that. Yeah, like, this interview is over. But I mean, you know what? You touch on something that I always, because my sister is very hardcore. Like, hey, you can't do that no more. Yeah. Hey, she, I, I just call her HR. She's the HR for the brewery for everything we do. Yeah. It's like, hey, you can't do that. You can't do that. Hey, you can't do that. Yeah. And I'm like, fool, we were raised on this we shit. We were. I mean, you, you're but we like, change it now. We yeah. can't, you know, and I understand. And how hard is it to change? I mean, it's it, hard. I, for me, it hasn't been that hard. For you, yes. For me, it's been hard. Because you don't stop the, talking. You, That's yeah. your profession. Well, not only that, but that, again, that's shit that was like in, in, our, in our vocabulary. Yeah. And, it was and, every and, other word. Yeah. You know? Shit. Do you want a, uh, my Happy Meal? Do you want a Happy Meal to have fries or dark nuggets or, or a burger? Burger, man. Nuggets. Those are gay. It's like it, yeah. it was just like, boom. Yeah. Like you didn't even think about it. Yeah. Boom, boom. And now it's like, oh, man, I, I, I couldn't even think of me like even saying that around the kids. Yeah. One, wifey would knock the shit out of me. Yeah. And two, it'd be like, man, I don't want my kids running around and saying shit like that. I mean, I get it. Well, it's a whole different era now. Yeah. And, and, and hey, respect to those, man. I, I Again, I totally understand. And, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's important to know that, man. But bro, we are the Theo Betos, bro. We're getting that. We, we are legitimately the awkward <laughs> uncles that you give us, like, 
a little bit of freedom, dog, and we get comfortable, uh, and then we just, hey, mijo, cuando yo tenía tu edad, bro, when I was your age, bro, you know, and I can, hey, I already sense that coming in, bro. I, I, uh, my, my, the funniest shit, bro, fuck, when I was a kid, I remember laying like five or six feet, this is how we would impress the chicks, bro, when we were little kids, we would lay them all down and put, set up a ramp and ramp and fucking literally jump over them. You know, nowadays you can't do that shit. That's, how we, that's what we would do. Fucking you know? CPS is gonna come, start just breaking up families, letting out. Dude, we were—I mean, we were daredevils, and and it was totally okay and totally normal. Now it's like you kids can't even walk outside and let the sun hit them because they're melting. Now think about ten years from now. Like what what's gonna be happening? Like if you're still on the radio doing your thing, like imagine like the parameters that are gonna be put on you. And, and, and I quit by then, dude. But but you got to think, you got to reflect. Eighty percent of the shit that they're putting parameters on us. It, it it makes sense, you know. I mean, ultimately, you don't want to. You don't want to. I don't want to make somebody feel bad. Yeah, yeah you know. I, I, sure. I don't want to put somebody in a position where they feel like, oh man, you know. It's like yeah. I don't want to do that, so I get it. But it's like shit, bro. We're we're the scope of things that are allowed now is is slowly being reeled in, and, 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 and even like overhead too, like just overall like laws and stuff like that. Like what the hell? Like oh, shit. this is where you tell me. I'm that's why I'm moving to Texas. Uh, no, <laughs> bro, Texas is worse, man. I go to Texas at least two, three times a month sometimes, man. Especially during tour, tour season. Uh, I was actually supposed to be in San Antonio this Saturday, past Saturday, and uh, you know, it got it got canceled. Uh, the the fam. Well, I'm not gonna get into it, but yeah, uh, there was a, a family emergency for the promotion. Order, man. Oh shit! Yeah, it happened to do with that stuff in Miami. But oh, los condominios. Yeah, hey, dude. but Chingo Bling says Texas is the best, bro. Chingo Bling, Chingo Bling. He got so much shit because he was a Trump supporter, bro. And he was all about the gente, you know. Chingo, Chingo's a cool motherfucker, man. I've been knowing Chingo is for a very long time. Uh, you know, when he was, you know, the the tamal kingpin. Yeah, you know? like during that. El whole rey era, del four play. All, all that, bro. And uh, dude, I, I, hey, man, his comedy's on point. And uh, but yeah, the whole Trump, like, oh, he fucking people flipped on that dude. He he. He ran with it. I, I get what he's doing. I, I, I see no, but it, he, but he's about it. I, yeah. It wasn't even. A, it wasn't even like a like a like a spiel. He's it not faking like, the no, funk. No, no, no. no. He, he just released. He just supporter. released a track called Freedom for Fourth uh-huh. of July, and he's about it, about yeah. it. And, he, and he, now he even goes down. He's like, "Hey, man, it's Gringo Bling, whatever." What? Woo, woo. Yeah, bro. Like, uh, go ahead. He, people don't know that he's a marketing genius. Yeah, and he and he went to school. I think he went yep. to, to Harvard. He, for no, he went to he went to a school in, in New York. Uh, he got a scholarship, fully paid, just go ride. And um, but, so, but and, it was and, marketing, and this is before social media. This was before all of that, bro. So I mean, and I think he went to uh, fucking University of Texas, El Paso, or UTEP, or something down there. Yeah. University of Houston. He got his degree in there, yep. you know. And, yep. and I've I've been a fan. I've been a follower, right? You know. And and then we've had communications about shit that I do here and how to bring him in and get him involved and stuff like that. And it's he's a cool dude. He's yeah. very intelligent. Yeah. So when I say I know what he was doing, yeah. Like initially, I was like. Bitch, I get it. I see. I see what you're doing. Yeah. You know, you're flipping the script. I get it. But then he just he never. Never he, never, he never relinquished. Yeah. He never stopped. El, he kept el, going. El pedo with eso, though, is that people were like, well, you know, we supported him. Yeah. And now he's, uh, damn, yeah. that's a tough one. It's like yeah. you're a chivista and all of a sudden yeah. you're in America. You're fan. fucking sporting an America jersey fuck. con hey, pinche pan bimbo on the back. Yeah, fuck. fuck. But it's true. <laughs> and, you know, and, and he's and he's held on by, he's, he's stuck to his guns. He's raising his you family the way. And it's like, you have to. At it, that it's point. closer to the finish line going forward than turn it around, my friend. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, all right, cool, ride with it. He's lost a lot of. He just really. I'm. I, I like him. I follow yeah. him. You know, like whatever. And and he released a statement today. He's like, hey man, you know what? I just noticed how many followers I have. I have too many. If you've been with me since the beginning, maybe it's time you unfollow me. Oh, you know, man. I connected with you from the beginning, and you saw something in me. What you saw in how, me how, how may does not that be make there. You feel me. I'm older now. You, you get at me with that mentality when I'm in my 20s. I'm like, fuck this guy, bro. You ain't about it. You, all you did was use our culture and you made a name for yourself and then you boop, 
Peace. Well, how many See people you later. are using our culture, making a name, and we still don't get the credit? Exactly, bro. Ooh, At least it's this guy. He's from the fucking culture. You know, he played a big role. He was a pillar of the culture yeah. growing up. You know, yeah. el cleto, everything, bro. Everything yeah. he did, I was yeah. like, oh shit, that's kind of like me. All right, cool. And, and, I kind and, of I connect to that. And he's a Tejano. Think yeah. about the, the people in Texas. They're a different animal. They're, uh, not, they're not. They're not Mexican. They're they put black beans in their burritos. Miss bro. me with that bullshit. When I, anytime I'm in Texas and I ask for for carne asada burrito, they give me uh, carne molida. Like, mm. What the fuck is this? People don't understand. People don't understand that Mexico is, Mexicans come in all lights, uh, shapes, colors, and everything, bro. She let your face, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but more importantly, when you get to the U.S., Mexicans are different from city to city. city, a, to a, city. A, a San Diego Mexican is different than a San Francisco Mexican. Oh, 100%. And fucking forget about a New Mexico Mexican. Yeah. And miss no, me with no, that you'd Texas. be surprised in Me New Mexico. I go there often too. I go, okay. Hey, shout out to the homies in Burke. But uh, no, no, no. New Mexico, they got some solid food out there. Right. Fuck food. I'm talking about just people. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, just talking shit. about people. No, no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's no, like different, different lingo. If yeah. you go to Texas, you know, the, the art low riders here on the West Coast got 13s and hydraulics. Watches over there. They got, air, there, they got airbags and they got the, the, the big uh, spokes, you know? Mm -hmm. It's different. It's a different and game. The, and and the, the slang, everything's different. Uh, the even the colors, they rock as far as gangs and all that too. You know, the, and the, the, for me, it's going to going to the bay, interacting with Mexicans from the bay. It's, I love it's, the bay, it, it's, it's just different though. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. oh wow. You know, the, the black dudes in the bay. Different than the black dudes down here. Yep. I just think it, it, it's the same culture, but culturally different in different different places, bro. Yeah. You see a lot of that shit. I see a lot of that shit. Oh, you know what man. I will I will tell you about all those places though? San Diego has a huge influence on all those places. Does it really? And <laughs> Caspecto, how? Everything, man. 501s and Jordans. Uh -huh. That's South Base. That's South San Diego, man. Right. You listen to hip hop. You listen to reggae. Uh, bro, hip hop. San Diego has Legion of Doom, mm, Gangsta Earn, Green Eyes. All those dudes were gangsta rap before NWA. So... And we still have that faction. You got, you got you got the rock music. You got you know guys like Pod, internationally known. You got dudes like Blink One Eighty Two. Some mm -hmm. of the biggest drummer came out from there. You know, Stone Temple Pilots, bro. bro. Stone Temple. Oh, hey, I actually interviewed Stone Temple Pilots. I will tell you, STP, Scott Weiland. Hey, STP is not from San Diego. No, I got it from his. I got oh, it straight from him, shit. dude. I got it straight from him. I, I uh, they're actually from LA, but they said that their very first gig was in San Diego, and that their biggest uh, fans are in San Diego, but they're from LA. They're not. Ooh, not like fuck, you know who? Uh, you know who does live here in San Diego? Um, uh, the the bassist from uh, Guns N' Roses. He actually just sold his house in La Jolla. El Duffy. El Duffy. En serio? San Diego. Oh, nice, yeah. bro. Uh, you know, bro. There's so many. There's so many people that live in San Diego that you would have no idea. You know, but you know, Bill Gates lives here. Well, he's got a he house, has, but I'm pretty way. sure he lives. If, if you're Bill Gates, you got a house everywhere. Yeah, you know but, what I'm saying? He, he he lives here. Alicia Keys. Uh, you know, um, uh, Swiss Beats. Her Shit. On a much more here. on a much more local scale. Uh, in Benita, Benita High School. We I went to school and. Like kind of do little mini tours with the drummer from uh, well now he's at Nine Inch Nails yeah, and fucking yeah, Rock yeah, yeah, Elilan, yeah, bro. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like I, I feel like you people. Play with, you play with him? Yeah, those were the homies. Like we grew up playing wow. together. And he's band. not an original member though. Uh, yeah, bro. Oh, Nine Inch Nails? Yeah. No, no, no. no he not. came after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. Travis Barker was his fucking his teacher, his professor, bro. Okay, I remember going to Redlands to play shows, and these guys would go with us, and we were like 18, 19, yeah. and he was 12, 11, wow. 10 to 12 in that area when he's we were a badass drummer. He gets down. He gets down. You know, and 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 he's from here, and we grew up watching him. And it's does like, he, does he, and does he rep our city? I don't know, man. That's I kind of lost contact. That I lost. That's yeah. the thing that that's one thing yeah. that bothers me, bro. There's so many dope artists yeah. that are from San Diego or like Rome from Sublime. Mm. His whole family's from Chula Vista, bro. 
I didn't even know that. Come on. Oh, man. fuck, yeah. Snow the product? Okay, yeah, I went to school yeah. with Snow the product, yeah. bro. She's from Imperial Beach, and everybody... but she'll never tell you that. And I and I know why. I, I'm not going to speak on it, but I, I know why. She told me personally, because I was like, hey, you know, you're super dope MC, you're Raza, rep. And, and, and you rep San Jose, you know what I mean? And she she explained to me why, and, and it made sense, but you're still from here, you know what I mean? There's so many people, so many bands that, that dude, they, they still are swag here. And it, and it as a DJ and as a music historian, dude, it, it, it bothers the shit out of me. Is it more along the lines of they want to be the bigger fish in a smaller pond? Uh... I just think that they want to take the credit for being originals. Mm. But you have bands like B-side players, bro. You can have I'm not going to I'm not going to name what bands go after B-side players, but you got bands like B-side players where where they where they name where they play the cumbias, the reggae, the hip hop, mm. the jazz, the the salsa, all yeah. that, mix it into one and you know, San Diego fusion, bro. San Diego. But but then you have a band that sounds just like them and oh my god, they're goddesses. No, bro. Come on. That's San Diego shit. Uh, P.O.D.s, that's San Diego shit, bro. You got reggae bands, that's San Diego shit, man. Like, like Revolution. No, no disrespect to any of those bands. I love them. You know, they're good bands, but that sound, you got to give it credit where the credit is fucking due. And that sound is a South San Diego. Yeah, sound. bro. Like Tribal Seeds speaks tribal, to me, bro. That's not a Southeast sound. That's not an Oceanside sound. No, no disrespect to any other regions of our, our of our communities and our cities, but that's a South San Diego sound. Mm. That, the, the reggae, the Revolution sounds, the Tribal Seeds sounds, those all come from Maiz. Side players, Green Box, uh, you know, uh, you got uh, Organics, and then you got the, organics, punk, the yeah. punk rocks, bro. Tijuana, no, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's a border town. They, mm -hmm. You're gonna say, oh, they're from Tijuana, but it's still a border town that played here in our city. Yep. You yep. know, Guerenas, like, bro, it's so much Samadhi. It's uh, crazy how much musical influence and how much of an epicenter the South Bay, all of San Diego as a whole yeah, was, man. Was, yeah. You know, I grew up here when it was a hardcore town. You know, yeah. it was a strictly like straight edgers, you know, big black artists on their hands. And then it would turn into like a punk town and we started, you know, and it never stopped. And Along those lines, B-side players was always on the way up doing and, their thing. And think about all the, the elements that came with the music, like skating. Mm -hmm. San Diego people, at one point, San Diego, I don't know if it still is, but at one point, San Diego was capital for skate in the world. And roller, roller skating, no doubt. San Diego was for sure the capital, right? Uh, you also have BMXs. Bro, people don't know that Haro, like he lived in Spring Valley. Paul Haro lived in Spring Valley. You know what I mean? Like there's so much history in San Diego and it bothers me when people don't show the love or they'll move to LA and all of a sudden they're LA cats like, no, motherfucker. Why do they do that though? Uh, don't, don't get specifics well, on who, well, but why it's as always, a whole? It's always uh, what I've been told from the music industry folks, especially they'll tell me that that's uh, that's the closest, biggest city. Mm -hmm. So they want to team to them. So they want to attach be, themselves yeah, to They that. don't want to explain who San Diego is. Mario Lopez. Bro, go ahead. Mario Lopez. Go ahead. Bro. Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez, man. I, <laughs> Mario, hey, that's all. We'll say that. Dude, I'm a fan. I'm a fan until he put that Dodger hat on, until he put the Charger on. I was like, ah, oh, este bato, bro. He never, I, I've never heard him in an interview say like, hey, man, I'm proud Chula Vista. I have. Yeah? Yeah. And it was an, ah, oh, fuck. Somebody posted and said, see, bro, he does rip Chula Vista. I was like, all right. Uh, one, you're well, probably the only person one. I've ever heard. One interview. And you're I don't on remember. TV every day. Jeez, man. Isn't no. that crazy? Uh, you got, uh, you know, uh, I will give it to Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon mm -hmm. is, is huge, you know, uh, and, and, you know, he does rep the city, but you know, uh, come on. I like dudes like Ryan Anthony, Ryan who, Anthony, you know, a dog. You know who, who rep the city yeah. and in a positive light, you know, like how hard is it to be from like Southeast and reach out to Oceanside, San Isidro, Chula Vista, national city, barrio, bring everyone. about that video? Yeah, bro. Like yeah, all, I, I helped to put that video together. Did right? you really? Yeah. Nice. That, that, that's a fucking, I'm literally the last image on that video. El it. Yeah. And it's just awesome. Cause you know what? It's 
not easy it wasn't, to bring it was, all that it, shit together. It wasn't easy getting all those neighborhoods together. I don't doubt it, bro. <laughs> I don't fucking doubt it. Like you don't bring like those neighborhoods to get together to make a video, but they did. Yeah. Dago, you know, yeah. Dago too, and they repped it and it was beautiful. Yeah. Michi Slick, like those kinds of artists, yeah. you know, they, they're true to their shit. They never, they never like flip the script or anything. Yeah. And they could have. Yeah. <laughs> they could have, I'm they sure. And, and think about the, the I, I don't like to see Chicano rap, bro, because rap is rap. You're right, right. But Chicano rap, that genre of music, uh, the shadows, the night hours, the little ones, those dudes were in the mix with the Dr. Dre's, with the Snoops, with the Easy. At one point, uh, Night Owl, Little One, part of the Hollow Point, we're going to get signed to, to Easy E and Ruthless mm. Records, you know, and then Easy died. But other than that, that, that could have been the foot in the door, but we are the epitome of that, bro. Like, we are the epicenter of Chicano rap. Like, all the biggest rap artists that Chicano rap came from San Diego. Little One, Little Rob, oh. Shadow, Night Owl. And when you, when you say big names, San Diego, you know what I mean? What about so, the younger generation of Mexican rap coming right now uh, in San Diego? Uh, San Diego. I mean, you got the right. There's so many, bro. There's so many. But we also have a lot of folks that rep our city that are not from our city. Mm. You know? So. How does that make you feel? Oh, it's cool. Hey, represent our city, bro. Fuck it. <laughs> Damn, I, mean, I don't think I've ever talked to somebody who loves their city more than I do. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I, no. I, I love the city, man. And, and and I'm all about the city. That's always been my fight. Uh, I'm from here. And, you know, because of other places stealing our swag, I've always been so, uh, you know, pushy about making sure that we rep our city. And, and as a DJ, I rep my city too. You know, as a DJ, musically and as a radio personality, whenever I'm in Australia, whenever I'm in Canada, whenever I'm in the Philippines playing, uh, I make sure to say, hey, it always starts off with, hey, uh, you know, broadcasting live from Southern California that always says that Southern California. I'd always say San Diego. San Diego. Always, bro. So, yeah, always. I don't say 619 because obviously they're not going to know what I'm talking about, but Southern California, San Diego, it's always on my intro. You go back, listen to any of my shows uh, across the, anywhere over the seas, always do that. You do a lot of work at the community, I'm assuming as well. Oh, bro, I stay in the community. Tell that's, me a little bit. Uh, man, I got uh, four foundations, mm. uh, four organizations. Uh, I constantly stay. For me, that's was something that I learned uh, in, you know, growing up. That's mom always made it a point to either go help out. Like, for example, the Via Nueva, whenever they would give out the food, like she would make me go do that, go feed, uh, you know, homeless or go do this at the church. Go Like uh, that was something that was always embedded in when, ever since I was a kid. So I've make sure to keep that going. And, uh, you know, having the, the, uh, the platform that I have, I always make sure to give back, bro. Like it, it's, that's mandatory. Um, I have a uh, Dale Gas, Conf uh, Dale Gas uh, Foundation that's uh, with Weechel Neighborhood DJ. And that right there, um, they cre create scholarships for kids that are transitioning from middle school into high school to prepare them for when they're in high school, transitioning into university. They already know how to do the paperwork. They already know how to, what to do with their money, with the grants. So educate them. Uh, Weechel is, uh, um, he's a counselor for the Sweetwater, he, National City District. Uh, I don't know if they're Sweetwater or what the deal is, right? But uh, that's one. And, and then, uh, we also have something with uh, Dr. Vasquez. Uh, congratulations, Dr. Vasquez, who just became a doctor, homie from the neighborhood. Just saw that podcast. Was yeah, incarcerated yeah. for many, many years. You know, did he was a part of the institute for many years? Came out, did his thing, and now he's Dr. Vasquez. Um, you know, he's got the the graduation. Uh, what is it? Uh, bro, it's got so many that. Uh, uh, congratulations, graduations. No, uh, I can't think of the name it is, but basically, we take in 500 uh, students. They're all allowed to bring in. 
I'm sorry, 250 students. They're all allowed to bring four family members and uh, we throw every free party, man. And, you know, the raffle off laptops. We do it at the San, uh, San Diego Library in downtown. Yeah, yeah, Rent that out. Make sure that, you know, they get taken care of. And obviously there's going to be uh, grants, all that stuff throughout the year for them. Uh, you got uh, uh, Love Thy Neighbor with Ruben Torres. Uh, mm. You know, we've been doing that since before day one. And uh, that started off by giving uh, toys to the kids in Tijuana. And uh, at that point, we uh, locked it down a whole entire neighborhood one year. And that's where everything started. Locked down the whole neighborhood, hooked the kids up with Christmas presents. Uh, you know what the, what the kids wanted the most, man? Balls. Yeah. They wanted basketballs, soccer balls, and that just kind of triggered something. And now we're like 12 years in with uh, Love That Neighbor. And, uh, you know, uh, we helped the, the, the kids with um, uh, Por Los Niños. And that's uh, orphanage kids in Tijuana that, that have HIV. Uh, you know, help that and uh, do a bunch of stuff with Love That Neighbor, bro, like year round, just year round. Uh, we're actually in September getting ready to launch off um, uh, uh, basically an after school program for kids in the neighborhood. We're going to be teaching them, uh, you know, different, different elements to uh, media. So broadcasting, uh, you know, uh, social media stuff, getting, uh, just a bunch of everything that, that involves with media, all the all tools the needed to yeah, succeed, all the, all the tools needed to succeed. I got a workshop that's going to last two weeks. Uh, we're going to do that. Then I have, uh, uh, house of music, house of music, uh, actually just built a, a studio in San Isidro and, uh, you know, San Isidro has always been on my mind, man. Like that's one community. I, no matter what, I always stop and go and do what I got to do to help the community. Cause that's my neighborhood, you know, and we caught so much ruckus in that neighborhood that I just want to go back, clean it up. You know what I mean? Uh, but, but in San Isidro, House of Music, that's getting ready to launch off and uh, we're going to be taking 10 kids mm. and those 10 kids are going to have to keep a 3.0 and above in order to be able to keep those instruments. But we're bringing, uh, you know, big music uh, uh, instructors, I guess, instructors, music players, yeah. music players that are going to be teaching the kids, um, you know, how to how to play the instruments. And at the end of the semester, they get to keep the instrument. Oh, so, damn, uh, shit, uh, what else do we, I, bro, I got a bunch of- I just want to make sure I highlighted that, man, because uh, there's layers to you, bro. Yeah, get, get by get kids on bikes that I teamed up with fever. That's not my organization, but I just started recently helping them out. Um, and get kids on bikes. We, uh, we raise funds and, uh, and basically get kids on bikes, bro. We don't get them on no Walmart bikes. We're getting, we're getting them on some like legit bikes. Um, and that's that. And then that happens, uh, through, like three, three times a year. And then I also do something at the end of the year with, uh, the Sanchez brothers and the Sanchez brothers is Nico and Carlos. Nico is a six time national champ. Uh, he's 10 years old, 10. He's probably like 12 now. And, uh, Nico's a badass bro he reps the city he's a little he's he's you know younger and uh he's a six-time national champ he's gonna go fight a uh, tournament uh, next month and uh hopefully he comes back with more championships and uh, long story short those kids uh out of their own pockets donated money first we started doing the bikes and then we moved on to doing uh backpack giveaways and then from the backpacks we moved to shoes so now we uh we pick uh two kids and we get not two kids each so about a total of 20 to 30 kids total and make sure that they all get whatever pairs of shoes they want suited so, and booted so yeah yeah for sure we get you know that's and that's during uh halloween time and there's a bunch of other stuff bro that i do that i can't off the top of my head think of but i i stay active in the community that's my way of giving back that's uh you know my uh that's that's in me man so it's a beautiful thing bro and that's those are the kind of people i like to come on the podcast and highlight you know people yeah. with different layers because people like you listen to you on the radio. You're like, oh, I know like everything yeah, about that, that guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> but then you sit down and you, and you peel back and I talk to Chicle. Like, yeah, man, give me a little background. Yeah. Like, what, 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 yeah, it's like, what, what, what I need to know about it? Oh, bro, you know he gets down in the community. 
You know, this is what yeah. he does. And, and so I was like, fuck yeah. So this is kind of. I just did, a, I just did his, uh, his high school, his high school prom for his kids. That shit was wild. Okay. Yeah. For the graduation yeah, dude, or the prom. That was wild. That's probably one of the wildest proms ever, bro. Like good times, good times. And, and, and it was something that was cool about that, that I called out the teachers and they actually were like down, you know, like I was like, Hey man, we're having a, a kid dance off here and it's students versus uh, teachers, bro. My age and my era, none of the teachers would have ever no, done no bro. shit like that. I mean, cause, well, take a look in the mirror. You guys are the instructors now, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like people that look like us are the teachers yeah. back then when back we then. were in their shoes it's like there was no teachers that looked like yeah. us it was, it was a whole different none, game none and i think that plays a big role in why we want to give back and set up foundations and yeah. to uh, create scholarships for people that look like us and are in, in the situations down here in the south bay yeah i tip my cap to you bro i know i know you're a busy guy you, and i just want to make sure that i i gave you an opportunity to to spit your yeah. knowledge and wisdom to the people who listen to this podcast Thank you, man. Yeah, no, you, you're welcome, man. Whatever you, I got time, dog. We chilling. Whatever. Shit, homie. I, all I'm saying is that why you got a Chalino Sanchez tattoo? I got a Chalino Sanchez tattoo because that's 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 my oh, that's the duh. shit I grew up on. I grew up on Pelavaca, Pelavaca, Flores de Neve, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, alma, Alma. Tengo el alma Flor enamorada. Flor de Alma. Yeah, all of them, bro. Um, uh, you know, Flor de Campo is actually one of my favorites. You got Mario Peralta. You got uh, you know, Sergio Sanchez. Classic. Yeah, dog. I mean, here's the other thing, man. We're from South San Diego. Yeah. You're from San Isidro. Yeah. I'm from Chula Vista. Yeah. I grew up listening to corridos, Corrido. hip hop, uh, reggae, and punk rock. Yeah. In my household, uh, I, I got 20 siblings. I'm the 21st kid. Ese uh, way. For real, dude. Fucking, that was busting nuts. Right. <laughs> um, uh, so, I, in my household, bro, I grew up, my sister Gabby listened to, uh, she listened to Oingo Boingo, mm. Depeche Mode, um, you know, ACDC, uh, Metallica. You got my brother Javier, who was like a homie, and he listened to the oldies, to the old school from the Zapp and Rogers, the Gaps, the Brandon Woods. I actually toured with Brandon Wood for, for a minute. Damn, that would have been I rad. just thought about that. See, I didn't bring that up earlier because oh. I forgot about it, but I actually toured with Brandon Wood for a minute, bro. The, cool, the coolest stoner you're ever going to come across. He, Neta. He, he would hide, bro. He would walk like a mile to smoke. <laughs> so nobody would peep him or what? So nobody would like, yeah, he's an old school smoker like me, you know, like he didn't want nobody knowing his shit. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, that's my brother, Javier, my brother, uh, uh, my sister, Maribel grew up, uh, you know, fucking, uh, Timbirichi and Menudo and, and, you know, Luis Miguel, you know, all that Dude, shit. you were tapped into all the genres oh, growing and up, bro. My mom would listen to the cumbias, mm -hmm. the solitarios, mm -hmm. the, the, the opsoon. So, you know, that, and then, uh, just my household. Was, Corazones solitarios? <laughs> uh, no, they're, I don't know if they're the same ones, but solitarios. Are like okay. the OG from Tijuas, you know, yeah, Moonlights and all that. <laughs> my shit. uncle was in that. He real? was a singer, yeah. Solitarios or, or, uh, or one of them solitarios. I don't know. So, uh, what's, your, what's his name? Uh, Miguel. Miguel. Okay. Yeah. Nah, fuck. My mom's gonna yell at me now because uh, now that I know she listens, she's like, no, así no se llama. Hey, bro. People don't know that. Like, you know, we grew up on Los Panchos and and all, bro. People don't know that Los Panchos actually like live here in, in IB. One of them, uh, dude. I don't know if he's still alive. The, the, the homie, my comadre Annabelle, actually is her dad. I don't know if he if he's still if he's still alive, but. Bro, they, I mean, they, that's fucking Los Panchos. That's next level, bro. And then those are the music. Those are the inspiration. People think, like, why are you guys so different? I feel like South Bay, specifically Chula Vista, we're a different breed because of that. Because of that, yeah. man. I like, mean, who the fuck listens to, like, all of those if things? If you get in my car, it's probably going to be, like, Morrissey, mm -hmm. and then it's going to go into, like, Tucanes, Boom. and then it's going to go into, like, fucking, you know, uh, you know, Tristan Palmer, and then it's going <laughs> to go, it just, that's how it evolves. You know, my playlist is wild. And, and I bring that towards, like, everything I do, like, with the podcast or, or operating the brewery, like, recently, man, we got in a little bit of trouble. 
Like, I don't even know if I say some shit, but we, we did a, a well, song. Well, first off, fuck them. Oh, damn. We did a... I don't bro. No, I don't even know who it is. We, we, we made a beer called Tres Animales. Oh, you know? Tucanes. Yeah, they, they live here, dog. Yeah, I know. So we, but, uh, but that has nothing to do with it. No, no. <laughs> we made a fucking video with Eric Casas. And then Eric Casas, we, we, we put fucking Tres Animales as the backtrack, you know, being, okay, that being, changes shit. being ignorant and not knowing what the ramifications were. Yeah, that's different. And, it has, and, and he only lives like five miles from here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I and I have other stories where I linked up with him to do some musical shit back when when with, I, with, uh, with Mario? Mario yeah bro, yeah bro Mario I know his son Tapi man mm. shout out to Tapi he's hella cool uh, Mario is the one dude bro I met Vicente Fernandez but I've never met Mario and Mario is honestly probably my him and Chalino are my mm. biggest corrido influences yeah all right mine was a Valentina Lizalde and, I got and, a chance to meet Valentina yeah. and smoke a joint with him bro you smoked a joint with I will tell you a fucking el gallo story. de oro hey bro I'll tell oh, you a yeah? fucking story about Valentin super cool ass dude bro I was in the LA studios with uh, Night Owl actually we were in LA uh, he was I took him to the radio station up there to record an intro for for when Latino 96 Street launched uh, and this is when reggaeton is barely hitting so they were like we need a El General y todo el that, pedo. Oh, bro, you know what fucking pisses me off about El General bro that nobody gives him the fucking credit El General give a fuck he's king said, reggaeton king, bro. bro he's the he's one who got his started king, but because he's not from Puerto Rico he's from Panama he uh -huh. doesn't get the credit bro. but he, he's give a fuck he's the originator said, of reggaeton bro yeah, yeah dude fucking he's the triple <laughs> Okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, ¿Cómo me duele? You know mm. that song? ¿Cómo me duele okay. cuando vengas a bailar? Tell me, what do you think? What, what's your interpretation of that song? He's hanging out with this lady or somebody who he has an eye on. Okay. And he's at the club. Okay. And then, you know, he maybe saw somebody go out and ask his lady to dance. Okay. And he gets a little butthurt in the corner. Okay. That, and tell me how horribly off I'm out. Okay. Fucking... Completely off. Go ahead. I thought the same story that you're saying. I thought that's what the, what the whole entire song was about, right? We're smoking a joint, and I had dreadlocks, bro. And he was mm. like, "Oh, Rasta, tú tienes, tienes, tienes." I think he said "moy." No, mm. "moy." Oh, like "mota." He's like, "Oh, see, sí, see." Sí. Oh, cool. We went in the studio. He was right. He was in a writing session, and uh, you know, I don't know who the fuck he was, bro. He just had a big chain and shit, you know. And I was like, "Um," and he's like, "Cause at that time there was no social media. It was just like, you, you, if you didn't have the cover of the CD, you don't know what that person uh -huh. looked like." And he was like, "Oh, so you know, Valentino." He said, "Oh, shit. Oh, tú se lo que canta la." Como me, como me duele, I think I, I think I would clown it. I said, como me huele. I think that's probably like, I'm pretty sure that's what <laughs> I said, right? moment, yeah. moment. So, so he was like, oh, see, and he started laughing, bro. And he was like, oh, te la sabes? He see. And then he told me the story. You ready for the Ooh, story? Hold on. It's about <clears throat> his daughter going to her first dance to dance with the little boy. And he's watching him do a performance. And he's fucking butthurt because his daughter's dancing with the little kid, bro. Ooh. That's what the fucking song is about. And it means a lot more now. And that interpretation is, bro, it gave me the goosebumps. Yeah. Talking about it, dude. <laughs> it's an interpretation of that was by fucking blowing, bro. Bro, yeah, that gives the whole the song a whole new connotation for me. I never fucking asked him for a picture or nothing, but no? that's my story. We smoked the joint together when he told me that. And we fucking, you know, I'll always remember that story, dude. Dude, Valentina Lizalde is somebody that I've always listened to growing up. And obviously Chalino Sanchez, yeah, you know? Chalino, but yeah, yeah Valentina Lizalde. Started, bro, he's he's like the the one, but Mario Quintero, bro. Mario Quintero as soon, as soon ahead of his game, oh, bro, bro. He he's he. Come on, guy. Yeah, yeah. Every everything and, and, that he's and, and the guy he's got with him, el zurdo, el zurdo, bro. The yeah, accordion. the accordion, bro. Next level. Like I, I got my little accordion here, yeah. and I take classes, do you and know I did this song on it. I do, bro. Ah, uh, 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 no, bro. I don't. Uh, I, 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 I los, but we made a beer called Tres Animales. We made a video, subsequently put Tres Animales on top of it. It's a fucking legit video. Yeah. You know? Yeah, if it's, and, if it's, if it's, if it's Casas. Dude, it's Casas, legit. you know how he gets down. So yeah. we made a video at the don't, Elwood. Don't stop being Hollywood, though. E 
shit, frog. Como crees? Like, he's killing it, dude. He's doing he's his thing. He's a fucking beast, He's bro. killing it, man. He's an animal, bro. Hey, he is that tres animal. He all in one, bro. Dude, all he, in one package. At when, when, it comes, when it comes to videos and photography, man. Dude, dude when it comes to getting money and connecting and networking, he's the fucking king, bro. Yeah. And oh. Casas is the king. He gets oh. down. So we made this killer video at the Elwood. We shot it, you know. Like, there's you guys this, are connected to Elwood? I own the Elwood. Yeah. Shut yeah. Up, for yeah. Real? You own yeah. the fucking OG fucking spot. Well, the OG spot is the Lion's Den. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so when we when we bought spot. it, yeah. So my partner Matt. The lady myself, let it go. Hey, we made her an offer. She the couldn't refuse. The lady let it go. <laughs> her name is Susan. She didn't want to sell, bro. No, she never, yeah. bro. I'm no sure. Mommy. I'm sure everybody in the South Bay came at her and said, "I'll give you this much. I'll do this." Blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't know how it happened, but eventually she copped. I know how it happened. I, I, I was there not too long ago with uh, SD Bolt. Man, shout out to the homie George. Mm. Uh, we were there not too long ago, but bro, fuck, I didn't know that. What other bars you got then? Shit. Uh, well, just me is this one here, the the brewery and uh, Elwood with my partner Matt, and Matt owns the Manhattan. Man, oh yeah, man. so. so those Matt, are all three spots I really like. Yeah, really. so Matt owns a Manhattan. Uh, together we own the Elwood, and me, I'll, I own here at Three Punk. Are you guys like a like a like a? Is it like a group name or something that you guys have? Like the Three Old Punks group? Nah, or something? nah, no. para nada. Not, are, I wish are. it was cool. You're no. El Moreno y, 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 y what is it? Moreno y el Rubio. No. <laughs> Estoy queriendo una rubia. Yeah, dude. No, fucks. but yes, I mean. You know, and, and it's an old school feeling bar. I remember watching the movie Jackie Brown and when fucking Samuel Jackson is in, in the bar with Jackie Brown around, and, and it's just like, I don't a, know what the fuck a, you're a, talking a about. little dark bar, smoky bar around the way. You know, yeah. you, it's unassuming. You go in there. That's Yellwood. That's what we wanted to create at the Yellwood, a place where you go and it's like, nobody's going to fuck with you. You do your thing. Yeah. And, and nobody's like taking pictures, wilding out. It's not like a fucking, it's in like a social media central. You go there to unwind, relax, yeah. and people play by those same rules. You have a good time. So there's not a sex dungeon in the back. Hey, we no said nada. <laughs> we have a nice patio. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so we shot the video there. And, we, and there's some like a local little personality named El Taco Flaco. He, he, you'd like him, bro. I'm going to link you up with him. All he does is he dresses up like uh, 1980s Chalino. Oh, does he have big sideburns? Yeah, uh, bro. Tall, tall, slim dude? Yeah, okay. that guy. I, I, I did a car show last week. Yeah, uh, all right. He was there. He was yeah. there. Yeah, so yeah. Taco Flaco was in the video. And he, it was cool, bro. It yeah, was a yeah. great ass video. I always say that he stole the, uh, the swag from Pito Perez, bro, my brother. They dressed <sighs> the same. Nah, he didn't steal the swag. I'm just talking Maybe shit. they collaborate. They, Maybe they, they, they need to, bro, because they, they, they dress the same. Uh, my brother, man, he's got the, the little ruffle shirt and shit. My mom is a royal blue ruffle shirt. There, there, it's, yeah, he's got he's got two of them. He's got, yeah, yeah. yeah fucking. So I this guy, dude, this guy's a personality, dog. This guy's next level. We got him. Does he sing or what does he do? Nothing, bro. He takes pictures. Oh, He wears like a 1970s Adidas velour suits, very slim cut. I still love DJ Quick from the the video tonight. And we brought him in. We shot the video. Put it out as a goof, not thinking anybody was going to listen to it, Dog, bro. But you can't use that song. You well, could have played the recording yourself and made your well, own version Well, duh, we're ignorant. And then fucking got a letter, got a phone call, got an email. Did Mario call got you? Got a visit. No. Oh, no come no, on, no, Mario. You no, got to call. Bro, if you're no. going to send that, you're going to send your posse, you got to make a fucking <laughs> phone call. The posse was legit sent, bro. Oh, the message the message was sent. Ultimately, you know, it came out all right. We shook hands. We have an agreement. They're going to let us know when we can release the video all over again. They really fucking loved it. They really liked it. You never know. It they, might lead to something. And you know what? I ain't want to say shit, but they they they're working on some things, and they they're gonna come back and revisit. But like it. what? Can, like what? What are you gonna remaster that fucking old song? Like what? There's nothing you can do. What are you gonna do? Remix to it? Like bro, just let them release it. <laughs> Mario, mira, este es mi gran amigo, y no la hagas de pedo, güey. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> nah, I think we're gonna work with them. We we talked to their their their, their handlers, the people yeah, who are in charge. They want to get their hands on it now. Yeah, and they're like, hey, make us a beer. Bean, you know, let's do Eddie, yeah, dude. So now, Eddie made it happen, dude. Yeah, Eddie's so, a beast. So el casas, cuál Eddie? Yeah. El Eric. And then yeah, so yeah. it's his. Eddie. Uh, uh, Eddie. Eddie. 
Eric. Oh, it's because oh, I don't play that. It's Eric. Eric Estrada. No, it's uh, Eric. Yeah, man. So, I mean, you know, it's crazy. Like, I, all the shit that I grew up and kind of doing and manifesting yeah. it in, into the things that I am. Like, Elwood, it's a little little around the way dive bar. Yeah. You know you know the vibe there. It's a good little vibe. We don't have DJs. We don't have nothing. It's just so, like sass. I don't know jack shit about beer, bro. I'm mm. not a beer drinker. I never really Neither am I. I get wild, bro. I'm fucking, if I drink, bro, it's a wild fucking weekend. It's a wild night. It's too much. And not wild, like, we're getting aggressive and beating nobody up. It's wild, like, bro, we're about to fucking do the most right now. Mm. Uh with that said, uh, at what year was it? When was your first beer? 14. 14. What was your first? Carta beer? Blanca. Carta Blanca. Yes, for me, right. I was probably about 12 and it was a Budweiser. And I mm. think that's what turned me off. That shit tastes like shit. It, it did. It it, like, you know? Especially Caliente, bro. Oh, fucking piss. Like some sort of piss. I don't know what piss. I've never drank piss that I know of, but that shit tastes like whatever I imagined it to be like piss. I was 14. It was a house party. You know, the Theos, everyone's there. And we're, we're upstairs like scheming. Hey, bro, yeah. like if we go downstairs right now, we could probably get a fucking beer. And, you know, and we yeah, did. Yeah. We went downstairs. I grabbed the Carta Blanca. I drank it. Tasted horrible. But I was like, Yes. Yeah. This is my shit now, you know? And then we kind of- We got no bitches. (laughs) We parlayed that day into going to visit my cousins. They live in Tijuana, uh, Colonia Libertad. Oh, that's where I grew up. All right. So we were Colonia Libertad, Parte Alta. And we we would, uh, we we went, we're fucking 15, bro. You know, like we we don't know shit. We got all dressed up and what we thought was cool. We walked down to the taco shop, the taco stand, perdón. We went into the Oxo and each of us bought a little bottle of tequila, white tequila, bro. The littlest ones that they have, you know? And we're like, fuck yeah, we drank it. We walked everywhere, bro. From Colonia Libertad to Revolución, everywhere. We were walking everywhere. And we got back and we finished and I was in tacos and a little bottle of a uh, white tequila for each of us each one of them had their own walked back up to the top of the hill drank it all the way up fell asleep i puked my balls out that night bro and my cousin sleeping on the floor Blah. i thought i would never drink again and here i am at 42 bro like slinging liquor and slinging beer for fucking living and i just the, all those those like experiences and, and things that i grew up doing now I, I, it just means the most to me just having an opportunity to to put them on yeah. put them on display like oh you listen to chalino sanchez fuck let's make a beer in, in, in fucking in we his talk, in his homage. honor yeah, yeah you know like i'm paying homage to him oh you know what I, los tucanes fuck yeah oh you like punk rock dead kennedys let's make a beer called kill the poor you know hey right now that you said that i, I got i got i got one for you and i and did chicle ever tell you i mean no no i can't say it right here bro somebody's a trade market go, go. So, <laughs> This yeah. has already been copywritten. It's a, it's a, it's a Chenta song. All right. All right. Let's see. I don't know. I can't tell you. Really. Ah, we'll turn it up. We'll turn, I don't want your fucking idea, bro. I just want to. I want to give it to you, though. Fuck, I want right, you we'll, to make a beer. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do this off air then. Hey, dog, look at I see you. This guy right here. All right. I'll say who that is. You see that? Yeah, I see it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, Go ahead. Just say poor. Just, just, it's a song. Oh, fuck. And, and it includes this. Damn, fool. All right, all right. It? Look at you. All right. How I'll high see. were you when you came up with that? <laughs> I was sober as fuck, dog. When I'm high, bro, I, I actually am a night smoker. I don't I don't smoke during the day. Uh, I don't smoke when I'm at work. I, I can't smoke. I've done it once or twice. And honestly, fucking train wreck, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm listening to my, I, I, I fucking nitpick the fuck out of everything I do when I'm stoned. Mm-hmm. I don't, so when it comes to work, I don't, it, it's just nighttime, video games. And, and basically, I just smoke to fucking go to sleep. We get your disclaimer, bro. We get it. Nah, yeah, I got you. Nah, I got you. Hey, guys, I don't, I don't normally smoke. Smoke during yeah. work no, or when no, I get. No, no, I really don't. No, no. I would tell you if I smoke during work. When I DJ, uh, um, I can handle it. But when I'm on the air, nah, bro. It's too much. Too many moving elements, bro. I got a board in front of me with like forty yeah. something buttons. You know, Jeez. one little button would trigger shit to go off. And nah, bro, I, I'm good. I, it's too much thinking, too much going on that I need to focus. And uh, yeah, no. Bro, I love that you know so much about fucking 
the 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 the, the fucking norteño culture oh, and the corrido shit. culture. I don't have, bro. I, don't have uh, I have shorts on today, but if mm-hmm. I have pants, I, I always rock a cinto uh, pitel. Always, right. that's my shit. Damn fool, are, are we related? Uh, Fuck, am I your toe? Yeah, that's all I wear. If I wear jeans or if I wear pants, no, I have a pitel. It's so bro. hard to find yeah. one. Like I can't go. Obviously, can't go to Mexico, so it's so hard. I always have my my family members to order for me uh-huh. when they go to Guadalajara. Two things I order: a Chivas jersey and a cinto pitel. But uh, but here in the U.S., I can't find the right one, dude. I, they have them at the Swami in Spring Valley, nah, but it, but it's not the nah, legit one. It's got to be that guy. You know, it's Bro, gotta be. I have fucking... a legit, legit as fuck one yeah. made with real, real silver. So like the oh, yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's got the silver already etched into the belt. I like bro. those, bro. I like the traditional. Oh. Wagon, man. I I felt a little bit weird because the last one I got is black on black. Mm. I felt a little bit weird because the traditional ones like brown and tan, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and I felt a little bit weird rocking a black on black. And uh, people sometimes question like, bro, you wearing dickies with a cinto pitello? What's or up? Like, or like, hey, I wear suits, bro. Mm. I don't have any other belts. That's the only belt I have. So when I wear a suit, I have to wear a cinto pitello. <laughs> I got three belts and they're all pitello, bro. And I interchange them with what I'm wearing. You I'm know, like motherfucker, this belt probably costs more than your. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know. know. It's like I wear them with my chucks. I wear them with some boots. I wear them with Adidas. You know, it's like I whatever I have on, I'm like, that's what I'm going to rock. I thought I was the only one. Nah, fool. Yeah, that's See, tight. that's, that's, what, that's what happens when you're from fucking San Diego. See, and that's a South San yeah. Diego shit. Bro. And people look at him like, you fucking silly. It's like, why, man? I've been wearing this since high school. Dog, think about the fashion. South San Diego also, dude, I've never, I've traveled so many different places, bro. Never seen people wearing 501 jeans mm-hmm. and Jordans. Mm-hmm. That's South San Diego, dude. Yeah. And and you see it now like randomly, but that's that comes from here. Dog. We're trendsetters. Fuck five hundred ones. Like who's gonna wear those hot ass fucking jeans? South San Diego. I got know? a pair. I don't wear them, but oh, I got a pair. Oh, I feel like shit. everybody's everybody's wardrobe. If you're from here, you got a five hundred one. Yeah, you know, I, I, with yeah. the little cuff and little crease. Yeah. Right? and they're ready and they're ready. <laughs> Fuck, bro. I can talk to you all day. Oh, me too, I can fucking talk. Now, now, especially now that I'm unlocking new layers to you, motherfucker. <laughs> shit, I'm going to start sending you and stuff. And every podcast gets something different. Nobody, No podcast ever gets the same shit because I don't remember anything, bro. People say I have selective like memory. No, no. I just don't remember shit. Yeah, stoner. Those are the I effects of smoking bro, weed. I'm sorry bro, to tell you. Yeah, no, no, not, no, I don't no. want to be the guy that burst that bubble, but you uh, are a pothead, it, it is. And I mean, I've been smoking for shit. 12. I was started. My first joint was at 12 uh, in Tijuana at that. Yeah? 12, 37, fucking 25 years, bro. Fuck. Fuck. My first joint was at 20. My mom is a late bloomer? Seaway. I, I was, bro, I always played soccer, this and that, and I never smoked, you know? And then I, I played I, soccer too. And then I got with my wife, and she was a big old pothead, bro. Ooh. Yeah, she got you, me you into it. You interview her? You have yeah. her on the show too? We, we, we have something called couples therapy where oh, yeah, Chiclin yeah, yeah. and his lady comes on, and then me and wifey come That's on. That's gotta be awkward. Para nada, bro. Uh-huh. No, like, I, I feel like those are the. The most well received episodes that we put out, bro. Damn. Yeah, like anytime we put out, like the first the the, the first night it has like seven hundred fifty streams. We're like, oh shit! All right, cool. This was a good one, and then it just keeps building and building. Yeah, and it's just we're just honest, we're transparent, bro. You can be you the badass. You, you can be to. the badass of, of all badasses, but when your wife is next to you talking and you're just. I, I'm a little fucking softy. I'm you like, have, oh, you have man, to keep it yeah. real because she'll call you out. Oh, oh, they ready, bro. Yeah. She's my wife, my wife especially. She's ready to call me out. Oh, really? Oh, really? I'm like, oh fuck, what 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 did I say wrong? Did I misconstrue the facts? Like, what's cracking? But it, and then people like it, you know, because people like listening to us and us getting called on our shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, your wife's there, say that shit. But people don't understand. I'm like this all the time. Are you a Mandilone or no? I'm a I'm gonna make my wife happy, homie. And, and I don't, get, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Love. You can name me whatever you want. If yeah. YB says I got to do something, I'm going to do I'm it. I'm a Monday long. Yeah. fuck. Yeah. I'm single. I've been single for three years, but, you know, I, after my last relationship, I having to having, uh, find myself. <laughs> I learned a lot of valuable lessons in my previous relationship. Shit. You went through being uh, single during the pandemic then? Yeah. Dog. Oh, man. How, was that tough? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's an app for that. No, 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 no. I, I refuse to go on dating apps, bro. 
I, I tried it one time and it's probably still up there and people, uh, people, you know, but nah, bro, fuck that. Uh, I'm, I'm old school. I like to, I, I want to, you know, greet you, say hello and make sure you have all your teeth. All your teeth are in you know, place. You make sure I, I'm a booty dude. Make sure you got real booty. Mm-hmm. It, ain't, it ain't just your top layers. You know what I'm saying? Not like, nothing you bought at fucking swap me. And at the end of the day, dog, now that I'm older and shit, I want to have a conversation and I want to be able to communicate and have uh, more than just a sexual connection. Mm. You know what I mean? Sexual connection is cool, bro. But, but you know, that's not, we've never had issues in that department. So that's that 16 years married, bro. I have no idea. Wifey and I constantly talk about that. Like, imagine being single right now. Like, I wouldn't fucking know. Yeah. You know, I tell her, if I get, if, if you die or if I die, like, if you die, I ain't yeah. getting married again. Hey, bro, that, they look fucking, they look at us creepy too. Cause, like, again, I'm from the old school and I'm, I approach you. I'll be like, hey, what's up? What's your name? And they'll be like, are you my MySpace friend or my Facebook friend? Are you on my, so- no. My, bitch, you they, said MySpace, fucking, fool. And you'll be Damn. like, you're a, fuck, you're a fucking creep, fool. Like, I'm not a creep. I'm just simply trying to holler at you if you don't know oh, what that means. Oh, man. You know? My IG handle is this. Holler at that. And I never, t- and I never, number one rule for me, dude, if I meet you and I, you don't, we don't know through your social media, you don't know who the fuck I am, I never tell you what I do. Never. No, okay. Never. I'm unemployed. I'm that's, always, a, that's a good you move. Don't know me, that's I'm a good move. I'm always unemployed. You don't know me. I'm unemployed. I I don't I don't have a. You've, job. Been, you've just, achieved a certain status, my friend. That if you got to watch yourself, now, you it's, gotta, not, it's not even that. It I just is, don't. I, I don't. I just don't want it to be based off of that because exactly. people think people think it's like an entertaining, cool, fun job and all the perks. But like, ah, fool, no, my man. It's, it's so good. awesome that you get up every day at three in the morning to go to work. How awesome is that? <laughs> Dog, I, I've been doing that for so long. Not, oh, nothing man. really impresses me. Yeah. Like as far as work, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, oh my god, you're gonna interview fucking Mick Jagger? Oh, cool. All right, cool. I have my questions ready. Like, it's not like, oh, fucking Mick Jagger, man. Like, you know, uh, the only thing I do get excited about is if like I grew up listening. Dog, it's crazy because I. Get, I get excited over people like I'll meet fucking DJ Quick. Oof. Well, I can't say DJ Quick because he's fucking way up there. Uh, I gotta say like a like a one hit wonder dog, like a Coolio. You know? Okay. Well, Coolio's got multiple. Yeah, I can't say Coolio. Coolio's part of Dub C Mass Circle. People got strike two. Up. Strike two. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of somebody like a, like a Tone Loke. Right? Okay. Fucking uh, uh, wild, I know. Wild okay. thing, right? Funky Comadina, Wild Thing. Uh, okay. Come he's on, got guys. Two. Okay. What, okay. Uh, young, uh, MC. young MC. Young MC. We thought about. Did we think of Young MC at the same? Hey, so Young MC, right? One hit wonder like i get super excited about having his record and him signing it for me Oof. more than anything more than like mm. more than, I, I, like yeah bro when i when i met vicente fernandez i didn't want a picture i didn't care to meet him i just wanted him to sign my records and he didn't uh, did he grab your titty uh he grabbed my dreads all right and, all right, and he cool. said it's todo tu pelo it, it was crazy as fuck meeting chente though uh, shout out to Chris from On the Rocks because uh, somehow he knows him and he's a Greek dude. I don't know how the fuck a, a guy from Greece knows Vicente Fernandez, but he, he introduced they me. They got all the bro. connects, bro. But getting to Vicente was fucking intense, bro. Like I went through three lines of securities. Then they took everything from me, my phone, my keys, my wallet, everything. And then uh, you go through another checkpoint and then they tell you how to talk to him. They're like, si no, if he doesn't talk to you, si no te habla, no le, no, no le hables. If he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't want to take the picture, then that's what it is. Like, you, so you literally walk in a room and it's like up to him to what you, what's going to happen. Damn it. It's weird, bro. It was awkward as shit. Was this on his ranch or what was no, this? No, no, no. It was here at, at, at the Coors Amphitheater. And you know what's wild, bro, that I had... Prior to that, I had four opportunities to meet him through Chris. Chris would be like, hey, man, I got his tickets and, and you, you get a chance to meet. And at that time, my boss was a dick, bro. Wouldn't let me leave early to go meet him. So I was late every time. Those four times I was late. And literally the last time he came to Chula Vista, his last concert in San Diego, uh, I got a chance to meet him. Dude. Hell yeah. And I was the last dude that got in. Last dude. So anyways, man, that's my Chente story, bro. But I wanted him to sign my records and he didn't. They were like, no, no, no. I said, no. 
Eso no. <laughs> I, I also got a, a chance to meet James Brown. Ooh, fuck. And I could say, fuck that. Yeah. I would, I, yeah, I wouldn't do it over again. No? Nah, I saw him play at the street scene. That was the, the only oh, time I... Yeah, street scene, bro? But I, when it was in the streets. I remember? Tell, yeah, in downtown? <laughs> Gaslamp, eh? Oh, I'll tell you a funny story about street scene, bro. I watched uh, Fergie P in front of me. Oh, yeah? I think everybody got to see that. Oh? You weren't there for that? I don't think so, no. She peed while she was performing, bro. Oh, okay, no, and no. She fucking I, sprinkled it on everybody. It was that same, the same night. Yeah. Oh. It was the same night that Kanye West was, came to San Diego for the first time. Yeah, I didn't see that <laughs> one. No, I was, yeah. I was there. She peed on Fuck. us, bro. <laughs> I remember that story. Damn. And, the, uh, the bendicio champion. <laughs> a todos, bro. Fuck. A todos. Golden shower for you. <laughs> Fergie, man. Fergie's really nice. Got a chance to also meet her down the road. And, bro, fucking amazing. Uh, Black Eyed Peas got a huge connection to San Diego but, but without Fergie. Really? Yeah, bro. They're hip. They're straight up hip hop dudes. B boys, straight up beat. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Hip hop, yeah. hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. And then Fergie came in the picture and made it pop stars, which is cool. But, you know, if you listen to their old shit and their new shit that they're releasing without Fergie, strictly hip hop. Music is a beautiful thing, yeah, bro. Dude. Damn, I could talk to you forever. Dog, Imagine here. if we had joints. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we don't. I'm glad we don't. <laughs> you ain't never leaving. Yeah. yeah. Sale Beto. Hey, right. I appreciate the time. Thank you. I appreciate getting to know you. Yeah. Fuck, this is going to be only We've, a billion. You got to know like point zero zero one percent. Hey, that's enough. Yeah, I, the first had, layer. I think we only had like four questions and that evolved to like 20 different answers. We have ADD, bro. What, what the fuck <laughs> do you want? You know, That's why I smoke. It, it's, it's real. Oh, okay, hold on. I, I can't it. say I got ADD because I'm not medically uh, fucking, what is it? Uh, I don't need a doctor to tell me I have black eyes either. Yeah, dog. But you know, you got to be careful because there's people out there that are diagnosed and you know, they're really going through that. So I can't say that. This moment was brought to you by political correctness. Yes. 2020. And not grasshoppers because they ain't here. Just the hoppers. Mm, puro pinchy hoppers. Pinchy grasshoppers. What about me, grasshoppers? What are we getting, man? I like flower sensitivas. Thank you very much. Boom. I, we, you know, and I, I got like to, you. And I like to roll my own. Don't, no, no pre-rolls. No pre Ooh, no, no, why? That shit. I roll my own, bro, because I like zigzags and I like my tightness. El I like them. Oh, you old for sure, oh, bro. Zigzags. <laughs> hey, oh, I, I remember meeting the guy from Raw, bro, the owner, and I didn't know who the fuck uh -uh. he was. No idea, right? And he was like, hey, man, how do you like the Raw papers? I said, honestly, they're kind of shitty, bro. And he was like, nobody's ever told him that, you know? Uh -huh. And he was like, I didn't know he was the owner, bro. He, it was a fucking booth, and, you know, this is when they were first coming out. And I was like, they're kind of shitty, bro. They don't fucking stick. And he's all, well, how do you roll them? He's all, let me let me see, let me see. And I rolled it, and I see, see, if this fucking shit don't stick. He's all, that's because you're doing it the fucking dummy way. And I was like, what the Whoa, fuck? Shit. And I was like, what's the dummy way? He's like, you write zigzags? I was like, yeah, I fucking love zigzags. my favorite. And then he was like, it's because you fucking don't lick them on the outside. So if you ever get raw papers, in order for them to stick, you got to lick them from the outside. Bro, I'm 42. I get pre-rolls. What's wrong oh, with you, dog? dog. Hey, <laughs> shout out to Baby Bash for creating the very first pre-roll, package pre-rolls ever, man. Mexicano. People don't know that in the weed game, some of the biggest weed gamers are Mexicanos. Like, you got Louis the 13th. You got Burner. Burner? Burner, got Mexicanos, yeah. bro. Damn. They don't get... They don't... I don't think they really speak on that as much, uh, but they're... The, Why do you think that is? Uh, pff, you, I don't know. Maybe their moms don't fucking like it. I don't know, bro. I really never asked them. Why do we all uh, have mommy issues, bro? Fuck, we all do. It's because they look at us. We're, we're breaking those barriers. And uh, and I remember growing up, too, that like if you smoked the fucking seed, you weren't going to have kids. So I might not ever have kids. <laughs> Shit, bro. <laughs> Fake news. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, man. I got three kids. <laughs> oh, bro. Awesome meeting you. Awesome yeah, talking to you. We're going we're gonna to do this again. Yeah, but we're going to bring in your homie Chicle next time. Bean, and we're gonna Chicle no habla, güey. Bro, real talk, he doesn't. He doesn't talk. He, he comes in here, and if there's and if it's not just him and I, if there's like a third person, no, he said nada. 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 He's like, 
Yeah, I'm like, hey, wait, no, bro. And he's a fucking super talented uh, artist, dude. No, pff, bro, he does all our labels. Hey, have, you, have you got him? Uh, have you got him to cook you some ribs yet? Yeah. Oh, bro, the fucking some of the best ribs, dog. I feel like that's a that that's that's how you get welcome to the next level of oh, Chiclan Salina, bro. Real? I feel I feel like that's it because they always like, hey, come over, we'll cook ribs for you. And I was like, I told wife, I was like, hey, we can't. We can't how many not. times have you gone over for ribs? Uh, we went over last week for steak. No, how many times have for you gone ribs? Over for ribs? I think once. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we, we're one in one. Then I'm not mad at him now. All right, hey, just know, bro. She's yeah. known him a lot longer than me. I've already been over steak, ribs, drinks, yeah. couples therapy, uh, the little pale blow. I even saw his son whoop his ass on uh, MLB the Show on PS5. I will tell you about MOB, bro. Uh, I'm actually one of the game testers from MO. I fought. We didn't even get into any of that, bro. I'm actually fucking a huge gamer. Ooh. And I actually uh, work as an independent contractor for Sony. Slash, well, fuck, I can't even say that. Uh, I work for <laughs> I work for the company that creates the MOB baseball game. So I am- uh, San Diego Industries, or what is it called? Uh, I can't. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, t- I forgot that we signed a, a waiver for that. No, but yeah, I'm not I, I, that you're I, like Tom DeLong, bro. Relax, hey, Tom DeLong. I met that dude at the airport. Uh, How high was he? Uh, he smokes. I don't know. He fucking did believe in aliens that much. Uh, you got to be high. Okay, so when he was on his way to do that convention for aliens, uh-huh. I didn't know who the fuck he was. Uh, yeah. Guitarist. Shout out to Andy Quinn, uh, Frankie's guitarist. We were all on our way to do a show, and I think we we're going to like fucking New Jersey or some shit. And we were at the airport, and you know when they fly artists out, they always fucking want to get the cheap flight, so they get the first flights, right? Uh, we were on there, and literally we were the only ones on the plane. And he was like, "Dude, that's fucking Tom of Blink One Eight I don't. I've never seen his face. I don't know what he is. And it's kind of weird because I work for Rock One Hundred Five Three, right? Uh, super fucking cool dude and he was like yeah i'm on my way to a convention and uh you know i'm gonna unveil aliens and like fucking two three years later now this was fucking yeah. fucking uh what's that mexican dude uh that used to come out and and uh the mexican channel bro that used to talk about all the aliens el del primer impacto no, cual way cual way el original way the guy the mal, mal salvan oh, oh shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an old school name yeah bro. yeah, yeah. Mal salvan. Well, i can't remember his i still name. watch his videos on youtube now, now he now he's fucking the american mal salvan dude, dude but he was on his way on. he was on his way there to fucking uh, to, to do that convention where he was going to reveal that and we were like what the fuck is this talking about and like look at it, he's talking about, all about it now uh, he's forced the military he's forced the government to talk about this shit and the craziest shit is that all those UFO sightings are in San in Diego, San Diego in Ensenada in Rosarito all they're all on the, here on the beach side all bro them, dog. they say as a, when I was a kid I wanted to become an astrobiologist which is a study of aliens and that's the only thing I didn't get to accomplish uh, three two out of the three dreams I did which was radio uh, teaching and my third one was to become an astrobiologist and fuck you ain't done yet, fool. Nah, pues nah, nah. There's late. an app for I'm that. Too, I'm, too, <laughs> I'm too late to go back to school for all that Fuck, shit. You don't have to go anywhere, bro. Go online. Coro Coronado, and you see him right there? Shh, también. Mm. Fuck, just don't get any tortillas yeah. thrown at your ass. Hey, Roswell 1954 really did happen. And yeah? Yes, aliens are captive. Go ahead. <laughs> That's what you that's got. All, that's, that's what you want. No, You're no, going to close all, it out with that, fool? That's all I'm saying, fool. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> well, fuck it. All right, then, bro. Arriba las chivas. <laughs>